Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Friday, a beautiful Friday, another rainy Friday, I presume. Uh, March 24th, across from me, Sir Rafe, Sir Rafe Williams. Yellow. Hi. To my left, King Scott. I'm here. Morning, fellas. It's finally Friday. Friday, baby. How are you feeling? You landed super late yesterday, right? Yeah, I got in like 2 a.m. last night. Terminal 1 Lambert, baby. 2 a.m. That's right. 2 a.m. And I celebrated by getting a Ted Drews out of one of them machines, testing our theory. I know. You said you sent us a text and said, uh, well, well, looky, looky. We got a surprise uh, yeah. here. Yeah. Because last time you said you remembered being there and seeing the Ted Drews thing, but it was just vanilla. And that's not. Yeah. I was inaccurate. That's right. I besmirched the good name of Teddy Drew here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And I'll have you know they had Heath, Oreo, strawberry cheesecake. And I honestly... Got an Oreo. Uh, pretty cool. The, got a deep freeze in there with like a robotic arm that opens and it suctions one out. Yeah, yeah. This is in the, in the uh, Southwest Terminal? This was terminal. actually in the American Airlines Terminal oh, 1. Oh, hey, Terminal 1 Ted Drews. Terminal hey, 1 Ted Drews, up. baby. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe Southwest had all vanilla because it's such a it's a cheaper airline. So they're like, <laughs> yeah, they don't get a selection. So how was it? Uh, it was good. I uh, had to, I got a... Very expensive cab ride home. Found out 2 a.m. is not the time you want to be getting a ride share from Lambert. Oh, um, and then I let it melt on the way home, got it to that perfect temp, and then I smashed it at 2.30 in the morning. The whole thing? Yeah. Because yeah. that's like a, what, what is it, a pint? No, it's, I mean, I hope not. Maybe. <laughs> 
be honest with you, I didn't look too close. I just was like, I eat till I hit the bottom. I eat till I find cardboard. That's my rule with ice cream. I eat yeah. until I find the cardboard at the bottom. The thing with the Ted Drew's uh, logoing, they don't. I don't think they care to make the different flavors in different cups, right? So it's just a sticker. Yeah. So you got the the yellow Ted Drew's cup with a Oreo sticker on. Yeah, top. they could. It looks like it's just all custard, vanilla custard. But then when you get close to the machine, you realize, oh no. Teddy went variety pack, and uh, it was good. I feel like he's repping St. Louis. I feel like if you get off the plane and you're, you probably got to be patient. Let it thaw for like, I mean, it's coming out of like a Terminator 2 cryogenic freeze <laughs> in there. So like you got to give it 10 minutes to kind of get to soften up, which is what I, I like that anyway with ice cream. I don't know where you guys are at on that, but. Well, welcome back to town. I do like, I do like soft ice cream. Soft cookies, soft ice cream. That's Same. My, that's my thing. Agreed. Uh, welcome back to town. We'll, we'll get into some travel things because Riz is on his way back, obviously, from uh, Mexico. Uh, I'm traveling next week. You and I and Scott all travel a whole ton for a, a variety of things. A lot of people are going to be traveling through spring break. So we'll, we'll get into some travel sure. facts. But I just want to kick out some random Friday facts for today, if you guys are okay with that. You're all right with that? Let's do it. The Scott Paper Company was the first company to introduce toilet paper with cardboard rolls back in 1890. I thought you would like that, Scott. I love Scott Facts. <laughs> They're the only toilet paper company to still be using cardboard for their actual toilet paper. <laughs> the Scott Paper Company. Diners Club issued the first ever credit cards in 1950. That's a good trivia thing. There's a lot of trivia nights going on these Dang. next couple Are weekends. Are they still around? I think they got bought out, right? Diners Club? Oh, I feel like I've seen the, seen the logo a few times. A lot of people didn't know this. Baby One More Time, originally offered to the group TLC, but they turned it down. So it went to Britney Spears for her debut single, and the rest is history. Isn't that wild? Wow. Dang. The chainsaw was originally invented by a German orthopedic surgeon in 1830 to cut bones in people's jaws. To cut George Washington's wooden teeth. Eventually, a bigger model was created to cut wood, but that's how it all started, with a guy who was cutting jaw bones. Uh, wow. we wearing stiletto high heels on public streets and sidewalks is illegal without a permit in Carmel, California. It's so you don't sue the city if you trip. Not oh, really? a bad idea. Yeah, somebody That's came awesome. up with that idea. <laughs> after, uh, I guess, I guess after a, a lawsuit of some sort. That's usually how that kind of stuff happens. Well, as we were talking about, we're, we're all travelers. You know, you travel a ton on, on the weekends. I'm, I'm still traveling with... With uh, the music stuff, and uh, next week I'll be going out of town, and here's, you know, you're a bit in, of an outdoorsman as well. You can tell by your jacket that you at least like hiking, right? That's right, yeah. <laughs> you and I talk a lot about national parks, all the state sure. parks that we like. I have a couple survival uh, facts, useful facts that might save you. So if you're going out, you're hiking, you're camping, you're doing that kind of stuff, write these down. If you find yourself stranded in a desert, ration sweat, not water. Of course, don't drink all your water in one go, but at the rate at which you'll dehydrate and overheat if exerting yourself, that's going to kill you a lot, a lot quicker than not drinking the water. Many people are found dead with water, which is pretty terrifying, actually. Uh, point at somebody and delegate in an emergency. People freeze up in emergencies or assume somebody else is going to handle the problem. Point at somebody and say, you, guy in the blue shirt, go to the gate and tell the ambulance where we are. Don't ask somebody if they know CPR. Point at somebody and ask if they do. So don't say, does anybody know CPR? You just point at them and say, you, do you know CPR? Even if they don't, people that do are more likely to step up. 
Yeah, it's in, a 1080-10 thing. Yeah, in, in fear of being asked next and judged for not acting sooner, they will volunteer from the beginning. So that's a nice little yeah, survival. Because most people, 80% of folks in that situation, they freeze, and it takes a while for them to kick back into survival mode. You, so baby you in the stroller. <laughs> <laughs> baby in the stroller, go to the gate. Call 911. You, five-year-old <laughs> child, do you know CPR? <laughs> what? If, if you're trying to rescue somebody, check for danger first and maintain your own safety. In a lot of situations, it's easy for untrained first responders to become a casualty themselves in the heat of the moment trying to help others. Hmm. Not too crazy, but if somebody is acting drunk but they didn't have any alcohol, ask them to smile. If one side of their mouth is down, take them to a doctor immediately because they are most likely having or about to have a stroke. Or they're hammered. Yeah, yeah. Well, the smile thing, though. Hammered people. I had smile. a few of those when I had a nice. What, si- the size? Yeah. Well, it's going to be one of those weekends because today is uh, National Cocktail Day, by the way. So a lot oh. of those t- types of smiles are going to be happening. I got some facts for that as well. Uh, if you're choking, don't get embarrassed. Don't go to the bathroom. Don't walk away from people. I've seen a, a couple people nearly die because they've panicked and they they start freaking out. They run away from the dinner table. Um, and th- that's not what to do when you're choking. Do the universal sign for choking with both hands on your neck. Most people will get the message. No, it's not that. Oh. <laughs> if you're watching on the uh, Michelob Ultra studio cams, no. Rafe just made a different signal. That's what it is, though, I thought. <laughs> like if I... <laughs> No wonder nobody helped me. <laughs> yeah. They, you guys ever they choked? probably helped you, but not in the right way. You guys ever choked? Be honest. Oh, you yeah. ever like choked at home alone? You ever been alone? No, I was with, this before I was married, I was with my wife. I got invited to go over to her family's home. Her <clears> mom <throat> made some food. Oh. So we're eating, and it was very dry chicken. And it got stuck Ooh, in my Mother-in-law home. burns. Insult. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it was a little rough. Uh, but, uh, I mean, the food's tasted great. It was just dry. But the uh, chicken got stuck right there in the throat. And I didn't want to embarrass myself because I was with her sisters and her mom. So I was trying to, like, relax, just let it fall down. And eventually you see oh. my face turn red. You know, the veins are popping out. And they're like, are you choking? And I, like, nodded. And uh, so her sister <laughs> runs over and immediately does the uh, <laughs> compression, you know? Yeah, yeah. And she's like... The abdominal thrust. Yeah, and abdominal she, thrust. she puts her arms in, and then she's gracious. like, wait, how how do I do this? And then I just started laughing because no one knew how to help me. And for me laughing because of her being confused on what to do, it made the chicken slide down. So I survived. Your laugh saved your life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was Laughter relaxed. saves Best lives. I, w- I was relaxed. Can I ask life. you this, dude? How early in the relationship was this? Oh, very early. Oh, man. In-laws yeah. were trying to kill you, you dude. choked in front of her family. Yeah. Early on, her dad's like, this ain't the guy. This isn't your protector. <laughs> her dad had to, like, take her in the garage and be like, listen, he's a nice kid, but what a weekly. I can't count on, what a weekly. <laughs> Hey, here's one I got a feeling one of you two may need to know. If you sit down to, you know, go in in prison, remove one foot completely from your pants so you can be ready to fight if you're attacked. All right? Wait, wait. I see you oh, bo- so that I, way I see you both right down. I see. You don't want to hobble. Yeah, you don't want both feet in your pants when the pants are at the angle uh, at your ankles, you see. That's why even here I take my pants completely off. <laughs> That's right. Just in oh. case a fight breaks got, out. Got to be ready to fight. Yeah. Uh, if the forest suddenly falls silent, stop and listen. More often than not, it means an apex predator is near you. And I got a story about that. We talked about a mountain lion attack not too long ago. There's another one happened yesterday. 
I will get to that in Someone news. Someone didn't have a ball of yarn. And when you see somebody faint, don't help them stay up right away. Gently catch and lay them down ASAP. They're fainting because the brain needs blood to stay alive. Keeping them upright will prevent this. If you feel lightheaded, lie down so that no dumbass is going to try to keep you on your feet and then you'll fall down and hit your head. If you suffer from any condition that causes fainting, explain this to people around you. And I would, I would say do it before you start going down. Uh, so we were talking about the traveling and everything. Any, anything weird happen on your flights? You had a couple flights this, this last go. I did. Uh, well, yes, both, actually. The flight out of St. Louis. First time it's ever happened to me on a flight, surprisingly. We had to go back to the gate to let someone off, which, man, I'm talking right to the point where he was, the pilot was getting ready to hit the thrusters on the runway, and they, he, they came over the loudspeaker and said there was someone that got on the plane that felt like they were too ill to travel. Which Whoa. is also not what you want to hear. No. <clears throat> and then the guy that was too ill to travel came back right next to me. For some reason, his bag was like above me, like 16 <laughs> rows back. And I'm like, and he's like, sorry, everybody. You know, no, don't know what he, was wrong with him, but he definitely like wasn't wearing a mask or anything. And I'm just like sitting there like, I'm on my way to do something for Netflix. And this guy who's too ill to be on the plane is hovering over me getting his bag just breathing all his germs all over me yeah but i'm okay you ever have anything super scary like in air super scary or that you thought was scary may may not have been an actual I've had some emergency. bad turbulence and i've had um we had a landing that i thought we were going to go like i thought it felt like we were missing a wheel or something right yeah uh we kind of got sideways in the landing it didn't like nothing hit but like the plane I could, you could see out the window that like, you can kind of see the lines of the runway. And when we hit, we spun right. And like, we were going like, we were fishtailing like Yikes. on the. Yeah, they probably, was it really windy outside? Because they probably. Uh, it was in Denver, I think. Probably. There was a. Um, it was scary, man. I for, yeah. And I forget, I know some planes can't do this. And I know this plane wasn't supposed to do this. We had a crew member. Uh, and, it, and this was like documented. This was a decade or so ago, and he was on the flight. It was over in Europe where the pilot actually had to barrel roll out of something because something was so damaged and, and messed up. And this made news everywhere. Some It was a commercial flight, but I don't – I mean it must have been one of those smaller planes or something, but the pilot actually had to pull off a barrel roll. He was like a, a fighter pilot before this. Top and, gun. And did that. And uh, one of our crew members was on that flight. But get this, yeah. a pilot from another airline helped land a Southwest Airlines flight that left from Las Vegas after its captain became sick and needed medical attention. Here is the radio communication of the incident and a passenger giving her thoughts of it. Captain, 47-year-old male, in route, he started to feel some stomach pain later, fainted or became incapacitated. He's in the back of the aircraft right now as a flight attendant, but we need to get him on an ambulance immediately. He did have an outfit on, so I'm assuming that's how they knew he was a pilot, but uh, it's very thankful that he was there. Isn't that wild? Wait, yeah. this was just a dude riding the plane? This was a guy, this was a pilot who was just a passenger on the plane. Thank goodness he was there. Uh, condition of the pilot is still unclear, but I thought they had two up there. I Me thought too. What Southwest gets... is really skimping. Well, <laughs> and, and maybe it was one of those things where it, it almost sounded like he was saying that both of them got sick and one of them fainted or something. I don't know, but that's, uh, that's a little frightening. But, you know, typically I do see other pilots on the plane going from one place to another. It anyway, would seem so. to me that that would be a 
gigantic liability yeah. to have one not have pilot, the backups? To have one person capable of landing the plane. Yeah, I think they yeah. all have the backups. If anybody knows, just just email us yeah, at show at 1057thepoint.com or hit us up on uh, uh, Twitter at R-I-Z-Z show. I wonder if flight attendants ever learn any of that kind of stuff just in case they... How to fly a plane? Well, land it at least. If you learn how to fly a plane, you then become a pilot. Yeah, but it's not well, that hard to learn. They might have some kind of emergency landing training. Yeah, but I, I mean, get you what you're saying. And learn how oh, to like do the that. basics? Yeah. Like the basics on how to listen, how to land a plane? Yeah. Uh, well, get this. It's been 20 years since the TSA limited liquids to three-ounce containers that had to fit in a clear bla- uh, clear bag. I'm sure we all go through this every time. You know, is, is this too much toothpaste? Is this, uh, t- you know, too much uh, t- moisturizer or whatever the heck it is? But their definition of liquid is pretty complicated. You get there, you see the signs, you know, when you're flying? Somebody on Twitter Twitter said that they got stopped for having peanut butter because liquids, gels, and aerosols are limited. So they asked the agent, so which of those is peanut butter? Started going viral. So the TSA put out their own message on social media saying, you may not be nuts about it, but the TSA considers your peanut butter a liquid. A liquid has no definite shape. It takes the shape of its container. This isn't a new policy. It just happens to be going viral right now. So, peanut butter falls under the same liquid classification as toothpaste, moisturizers, creams, mascara, jams, and jellies. All these things, including peanut butter, are allowed, but only three ounces or less. So, that that really begs hmm. the question. And let's ask our listeners, is peanut butter a liquid? I guess how thick can something be before it's a solid? Organic peanut butter turns into a liquid. Yeah. It's disgusting. But would you be? Would you consider it a liquid? That's the next debate. That's the next argument. Hmm. Anybody? I mean, what is it if it's not a liquid? It's not a solid. solid. Is it a gel? That sounds it, gross. Is a gel a liquid? It says it is here. It says liquid gels or aerosols. Yeah. I don't know. I Spe- never thought about that. Speaking of liquid, um, and I burst out laughing only because I assumed that this guy was okay. But you got to post this video. Post this video on Twitter. Okay. Have you guys seen or heard about the guy bungee jumping off of a 100-foot platform in Thailand? Like, this is the excursions that we talk about. You know, Riz is going to Mexico. We were asking him, hey, you're going to be jet skiing? You're going to be parasailing? He's super, super against parasailing. We're I sending him stuff. Were you? About parasailing? Not about, just about, like, adventure stuff, and he just wasn't. He was like, yeah, we're having a good time, but he didn't respond no. to any of that. I, he, he, I said, like, he said he was trying to do zero excursions. He was well, trying to do nothing. They did a big one, which is funny. Would you ever go bungee jumping? Probably, yeah. I haven't, but I probably would, yeah. Guy was doing it in Thailand. Everybody cheering him on. Let's listen to this. Just just, just listen to I the I want audio. three bungees for me, though. <laughs> listen to this. Whoa! 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 Dude, listen to that again. The, the sound. What was that, oh. him hitting? That is the bungee jump snapping. He did fall into a lake. Miraculously, totally survived, just bruises. Well, it did the snap right at the perfect spot where you're about to go back up so you're slow. Yeah. And the, it snaps then. The video, I mean, if it's going to snap, that was the perfect time. It, like, stopped the real momentum and then snapped and his body's went whoop and splashed in the lake. Listen again. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that's that's when the oh that's that's not what we wanted. Uh, he said he felt like somebody beat him up really badly. Uh, but that is something that I've always wanted to do, but not. That's not one of those distance excursions. You know what I mean? I'll do it in the U.S. 
I'll do it right yeah. here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it anywhere else. I don't know what the regulations are. And that's what that's what Riz's mm. argument is about parasailing is that it's unregulated. Parasailing was so... I did it for the first time recently, and I got to say it was like so non-adrenaline. Like I thought it was going to be like, oh, this is going to be like crazy. No, We're going to be up chill. in the air. It is so relaxed because you go up. There's no tension. You go up very slowly. You're just kind of like you're up there hanging out. It's quiet. It's quiet. You're strapped in. Like even if you did fall, you're not high enough for it to really. Well, then you didn't go parasailing, my friend. Well, I mean, you're with the parachute. You're a few hundred. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But I'm Does saying if you like fell out of the thing, oh, if you fell out of the harness, you're yeah, a few hundred feet. Yeah, it would, yeah, it would, that would yeah. hurt. But I'm Does, saying like you're not so high in the air that you're like this is great. You know what I mean? Like it, it was cool, but it was like very peaceful and relaxing. So well, it feels like a helicopter ride. It's, it's so probably quiet. way more relaxing. It's than so that. quiet. It's so peaceful. That would be because cool. you're sitting on the deck of the boat and the parachute gets deployed. It's not like. You think it's going to be like this, but like, boom, and like pull you up into the air no. really quickly. They like, they let the line out so slow. You're like 10 feet up, then you're 20, then you're 30, and it's like, it's a very chill experience. It's That's so awesome. fun. It really is it was so cool. fun. Now, the, the issue, every single time we talk about it, since people either side with me on the pro parasailing or the Riz anti-parasailing, they send over all the, the, the mishaps in the last couple decades. Sure. And the mishaps... As you mentioned, you do have a parachute, a big, giant parachute on you. But the mishap is usually the reason something goes wrong is because the winds took you. So now you're 400 feet in the air, 500 feet in the air, you got a parachute, and it takes people into buildings or into different places. And that's where the real danger comes in. Yep. And I have an update on can flight attendants or what their rules are and all that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. they do train on simulators and how to communicate with the tower and how to land a plane. Get out of here. Event. Wow. How nice is that? It's good to know. Hey, yeah. I appreciate that. Me too. That <laughs> makes me really appreciate how skilled those folks are. That's a amazing. frequent flyer. I appreciate that. A lot of people are going to appreciate this. It is National Cocktail Day. Yeah. Of course, it's on a Friday, so pace yourself. Uh, if you're a tequila fan, enjoy it while you can, because Uh-oh. there's going to be a big shortage on the horizon. They say uh, tequila is more popular than ever in the U.S., and agave farmers in Mexico are struggling to keep up. Last year alone, sales of tequila and mezcal were up 17%. That is huge. They both come from the agave plant. So those plants take years and years to grow, and farms have been harvesting them a lot earlier in their growing cycle to keep up with demand. So the problem could start to snowball more and more and more. Mexico hasn't been getting enough rain either, so that's been causing issues too. In the short term, it could mean tequila gets more expensive. And eventually, it could become more and more scarce, which then again is going to make it more expensive. By the way, a report last month found that most popular cocktail for, uh, so far for 2023 is the margarita. Martinis are next, then Moscow mules. Anybody like any of that stuff? Uh, I know we're all we're all sober here at this at, at this point, but any any of those can kind of be yeah they're all s- somewhat concocted into a uh, an NA. Oh uh, yeah, for sure yeah. Anybody? No, but those no, are no, yeah. Those do are. Do any substitute kind of things? Well, we did a, not of those three, but I made a Bloody Mary last weekend, and it was awesome. Oh, that sounds good, dude. It was so good. That does sound good. Somebody emailed in and said about uh, the NA. They were they were really really pumping up the Guinness NA, saying saying that yeah. it's spectacular. Yeah, and so, the NA Bloody Mary is much cheaper, so it's a great great drink. You a coffee drinker, Rafe? Oh yeah, you are. 
I'm all in on that. How, how many cups? We've had a lot of studies hitting this, these last weeks about what coffee can do and how people metabolize caffeine differently. Oh, I would speak more in pots than cups, <laughs> if that's any indicator of how much coffee I take Really? In. How, how, how much? How many pots? I bet I drink a pot a day, give or take. Not every day, but always a few cups. And my cups are like, they're not, they're these, you know, like yeah, they're 20-ounce. Yeah. Which is probably cup. two cups. Yeah, yeah, so I'm probably drinking drinking like two, two, four, six, eight to 12 cups a day. How many uh, hours of sleep are you getting on average? Well, that depends. Uh, Six, I would say is the average, maybe. Well, check this out. New study found that uh, coffee drinkers tend to get more steps in each day. So we are exercising more. But the trade-off is less sleep. On average, drinking coffee adds about 1,000 steps per day. To and from the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So all that caffeine makes you move around more, uh, but it also can keep you up. On days when we drink coffee, we lose an average of 36 minutes of sleep at night. The average age in the study was about 39. So we're right in the zone here. When people uh, didn't drink coffee, they got 9,665 steps per day on average. That jumped to 10,646 when they did drink it. On the sleep side... They average seven hours, 12 minutes of shut-eye without coffee and just six hours, 37 minutes with it. So you're about average on, on, on all those, right? I mean, you get your steps in, aren't you? Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, I just don't – my body does not produce natural energy anymore. Like I am – I've quit smoking. I quit drinking. But caffeine is my last vice. I mean, I, I don't know. I really don't – if you told me I had to go a month without caffeine – I don't know, especially with taking this job now. Yeah. There's, I, <laughs> I could be a zombie. So your habits have changed, what you're saying? Because I got something here. Um, I got, got? Some, I got something here. Every teenager has witnessed some, something an adult does and says, I'm never going to do that when I get older. You know, like I thought when I was a kid, I'm never going to drink coffee. It smells weird. I, it tastes, it's dirty water. I'm never going to do that. And, you know, maybe people stick to that. But a lot of time they grow up and they end up doing it anyway. There's a thread online where people are sharing examples like, uh, it, you give me what you think might be on this list or what might be on your list from when you were a kid or a teenager. You're like, I'm never going to do that when I get older. But now you do it. Foods. I would say foods has got to be on there somewhere because we all age into like, I think life gets so sad and crushing and all the joys that you can experience, all the new experiences have been done. And you're just like, I guess I just, I'm going to eat blue cheese crumbles now. I guess I'm going to eat broccoli because that's number eight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eating broccoli and actually enjoying it. I love broccoli. Hated it as a kid. Yep. As a kid, if I was forced to eat it, it had to be covered in cheese, cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup, whatever. I would just dump anything on it to cover up the broccoli taste. Ketchup. So that, that's number eight. I think that's the only food one on here. So is it something like uh, you're going to... Travel a ton when you get older, and then you get a job and you never get to. No, it's stuff like number five, going to bed early voluntarily. So, like, oh, you know, I'm going to oh. stay up. I don't want a bedtime. I guess getting up early too sure. is on there. Yeah. Yep. Number one, I don't think you're going to hit it, although we, we're we almost there. We're like As half, a kid? Yeah, we're halfway get there. Get married, probably. Get married. Well, that is on it. Number 10, one person said get married. Uh, as a kid, they always wanted to live the single life. Another just, you know, be single, always planning on... Um, uh, being an adventurous person and now all ready to settle down with a partner, house in the country, and a bunch of kids. And people are happy that it turned out that way. But that's one of the things that did yeah. make the list as sure. far as what kids said that they would never do. Uh, number seven, 
I've done this a few times, owned a minivan. <laughs> oh. Number nine is get a dog and put clothes on it. Oh, I would never, I don't ever do put clothes on my dog until I got a really cool Australian Shepherd. Now she gets to wear clothes. That's a hard line for me. What's that? The pets or the pets with clothes? Love the pets. Just don't, yeah, I don't put clothes on Even them. Even if it's... I don't humiliate What if it's really, animal. really cold outside? Like First, in the zeros and then stuff? Then don't you take, take them out. You got a Chiefs hat on, don't you? Yeah. Well, my dog has a Chiefs shirt. Is that all right? I'll allow that. Okay. <laughs> Good. I'll allow sports I <laughs> memorabilia. I'm willing to put a clause in my no pet clothes contract for Chiefs memorabilia. Uh, number six, uh, Rafe and I are both dads here telling your kid, because I said so. Kids say that they would never say that when they're adults, and then everybody, everybody grows up and says, "Yep, yep, that's that's the way to that's the way to go." Uh, number four was stop liking new music. Now they just listen to music like the stuff that they grew up listening. Oh to. yeah. Uh, number yeah. three is giving up on creativity. One person said that as a kid they wanted to be an artist and insisted they'd never get a job working for the man. And well, that's all over. That number one. That's number three. That should yeah, be that number was, one. That was my goal. Everybody and, says it. Man, that was my big goal in life. Number two yeah. and number one, I, I mean, these were so out of the realm of possibility for me as a kid because I just thought it was nothing I'd ever be interested in, and I find myself really interested in it and all this. And Riz is also a part of this, too. Gardening. Growing up, working in the garden, <laughs> it, was a, you know, it was a total punishment. Now it's like, oh, have you seen my tomatoes, Rafe? Have you seen them? Now Riz has a farm. You're a tomato guy? Oh, dude, my, my tomatoes were smashing. My tomatoes, my uh, my uh, my peppers. I had great jalapenos. I was doing eggplant. I was doing everything. I had a cucumber farm in the front. It was so I haven't great. gotten there yet. I'm, <laughs> some of these, I feel like I still listen to new music. Yeah. I'm, I haven't found my gardening phase. I'm, I'm pretty good with the garden stuff if you're raising dead plants and stuff. Most of mine just look brown and yeah. wilted. Yeah. Pretty, I'm pretty good at that. I can't keep things alive uh, in the house plant-wise. Oh, phew. My uh, yeah yeah the the, uh, the, the, the plants inside I, I I don't do very well with the whole get off my lawn thing used to think that was silly when people cared about their grass you know like hey yeah. I'm a kid I'm just mm -hmm. cutting through the grass it's it's the earth and now I'm like ah, yeah I am the cut through house we're the we're the cut through yard and not that it bothers me but I'm like well I guess I'm not going to put a lot of work into this lawn because I wonder if that does that fall into the category of being the narc. Like, the get off my lawn thing, because I always said, I'm not, but my, my partner is, she turned into a real neighborhood narc. Like, <laughs> she will call if there's suspicious activity down the street, yeah. or she doesn't like the comings and goings, or somebody's, you know, I always, I'm always a good fences, make good make good neighbors yeah. person, but... uh but I like my neighbor. We we love our neighbor. We take care of the lady that lives next to us and stuff. And but at the same time, it's like I still have that little rebellious streak that I'm like, yeah, man, I should probably call somebody about that car that's been sitting there. But she called the police on people. Yeah, she's just a little nosy Parker dude. She'll get in other people's <laughs> business. She, and I'm like, she said she wouldn't, but she is. She gets in. She gets in people's business and is looking out. She's like peeking out the door when there's a noise outside or somebody's yelling in the street. You know, we live in the city. It happens a lot. I see her, like, oop, peeking yeah. out the window, looking through the blinds, seeing what's going on, the goings-on of the neighborhood. I've turned into that person as well, where it's not yeah. the narc person, but you if someone parks in front of my house, I notice yeah. instantly, I'm like, what's going on in here? Why are you parked in front of my house? <laughs> You're interested in the I'm neighborhood. I'm in the city, yeah. but I still am like, 
What's going on out here? That's yeah. my parking my space. My dog's barked. You're interested in the neighborhood. Number one yeah. is bird watching, by the way. People say, I used to think that was the worst way somebody could spend their time. 20 years later, now I'm obsessed with birds and going to eagle watches. Uh, so that's it. Are, are, you a, are you a renter or a landowner? Rentor. Renter. Okay. Uh, well, you probably know some of this stuff then. I got a, a good list of um, what the landlord is and isn't required to fix. Got a few things oh, that they don't always have to fix. So you might uh, you might be on the hook and need to deal with them yourself. What are things that you would think that new time renters, Rafe, would assume the landlord has to fix, but don't? I got the top five. Um, I would assume plumbing issues. Minor plumbing issues is number three. If a pipe bursts, that's on them. But they aren't always required to help things like clog drains. If you clog the toilet, Rafe, that's not your landlord's problem. Uh, if you cl- uh, if you if you Clog the sink. You should probably do a little bit of work to try to do that yourself or maybe even hire a plumber. plumber. And if you do, they sometimes will charge you for it if you make them come out. What else? Uh, Leaky roof. Leaky roof. Eh, I don't know. Cosmetic repairs we have. They don't have to fix a crack in your bathroom tile just because it looks bad. Uh, Number four is outdoor maintenance. Do you cut your own lawn? No. He hires somebody. They take care of it for you? Takes care of it, yep. Yeah, this one depends on your lease. They don't always have to pay for uh, things like gardeners or somebody to come shovel snow or any of that. Uh, Number five is unauthorized service calls. If you hire an electrician on your own to come fix a light, your landlord might have to reimburse you for it uh, or might not have to, actually. Uh, So always get their approval in writing first or have them hire the person. And number one, of course, is damage that you've caused. If you're hanging a picture and you knock a hole in the wall, they don't have to fix it. And if you don't fix it, they can charge you for it when you move out. Sure. I had the, uh, the I was a landlord for a brief time there, and um, it did not go so well for me. I had a, yeah. a terrible renter. That's typically what happens. I have it, a, my landlord's a good dude, and it, I like him a lot, uh, but he's told me some horror stories of like people it. getting, having to evict people, and then they get, he said, like, I mean, it's disgusting, but, like, he had to kick people out, didn't pay rent for, like, six months, and they mm-hmm. put feces in the refrigerator and unplugged it. Wow, that's fun. Like, crazy stuff like that. In the house you moved into? No, but thank God. Yeah, it ruined it for me, man. He owns a few properties, and he's like, man, I've had people do, like, malicious things, and... Because people, you know... Gosh. They get kicked out, they haven't paid rent for four months. He's like, the eviction... It's hard to get people out once they're in. Mm-hmm. takes a long time. That's why he's cool. He likes us. He's like, if I get a good renter, I treat him good because yeah. I don't want you to leave. Yeah, yeah. You know? I got I got had, and it uh, it put a bad taste in my mouth I'll when bet. I had to get out, and it was a bummer. Well, yesterday we had Freak of the Week, and uh, we had some really good ones. I think we had a few in Canada and then one in Spain, maybe, if I'm uh, not mistaken. Yeah, somewhere over there. It wasn't quite the ass-kicking that last week's was. Last week, we had a Freak of the Year contender for sure. I mean, technically, all the winners are Freak wow. of the Year contenders, but last week was last week was pure. <laughs> this week, not as bad, depending on how you consider it. In third place, and Rafe will have, will have you read the ads just to review. In okay. third place, with only 12.5%, still a respectable showing, but not really... Not really a contender here. Was Tudor McGavin? Tudor McGavin. Tudor McGavin. You might stink, man for man. Thirty-two Parma, Spain. Bisexual dude here. 
looking for a ripped meathead who prides himself on rank farts. <laughs> I want to play pigs in a blanket, and I want to be the stinky pig. Please feel free to rip them however you see fit. I oh, I can't wait to breathe them in. Fill my lungs with your infested fumes, and the more, the merrier. I want your raunchy exhaust. This may seem like a joke, but I promise you, it's not. Smelling my own is not cutting it these days. Please be clean otherwise. <laughs> if we get along great, maybe this can be a relationship, but right now I'm interested in getting to know your scent. Would be good if this could be a regular occurrence. Hasta luego. <laughs> so that is uh, nominee number three. I'm sorry. No, uh, yeah, number three in third place. 12.5%. That brings us to... Uh, be clean otherwise is really funny to me. Your runner-up. Respectable again. 22.4%. It is nominee number two all the way from Quebec City. Donnie Fandang Toes. <laughs> Donnie Fandang Toes from Quebec City. Looking for a foot fortress, man for woman, 44. Quebec City. I'm in defeat, plain and simple. Sometimes I go to restaurants and watch people walk by in sandals and can't help but think about how sexy it would be to be covered by feet and walked on by random people. So I'm on the hunt. I'm looking for a couple people who would be freaky enough to walk all over me in their bare feet. Any person. I don't care if you're a man as long as your feet don't stink. But no man over 150 pounds. Well, I feel hurt by that. <laughs> Ladies, please get a fresh pedicure before committing. Please no cracked heels. This is a big deal. <laughs> please send pictures of feet, both left and right. I repeat, all caps, both feet. <laughs> also, I should note that if your second toe is a bit longer than your big toe, otherwise known as Morton's toe, we may have a problem. Put footsies in the subject line so I know you're serious. That is your second place runner-up, wow. Donnie Fandang Toes, all no the way from feet. Quebec City, 22.4%. And your winner with 65% and ass-kicking, just yeah. not as big as last week. Your winner is Jerry Can Smell. Jerry Can Smell, man for woman, 49, Vancouver, Canada. Do you like spaghetti dinner? I'm looking for a dirty girl to go to dinner with. No, really. I'm looking for someone really bad smelling. Hear me out. No fun time necessary. Just please don't shower and be willing to part ways with your worst looking thong. Picture this. You wearing the same G-string for a week. Please do not wash. Bonus if there's holes in them. I <laughs> get a hole in a G-string. Wear them out. Maybe go to the gym and hit the sauna afterwards. Don't worry if there's stains because... If it's you know when. The more mystery, the better. We will go to dinner somewhere nice. You will not smell that good. That's okay. <laughs> this is my appetizer. It's okay if people are staring. After we have our main course, you will ask for a to-go bag. After your food is boxed up, you will go into the bathroom and take your panties off and make sure tattered and battered G-string on top of the spaghetti. Make sure to seal it up tight to lock in the, quote, freshness, end quote. Come back to the table and we will exchange to-go boxes, nothing else. I will leave first because I can't wait to get home. Dessert time! Oh, my goodness. Feel Yum. free to keep my number for future dates if you have a good time. There is your winner, Jerry Ken Smell. Uh, you know, we have a few extra minutes in this uh, in this hour, so I'm, I'm thinking let's get into some would-you-rathers. Hey, bring it. 
by the way, you can always get a hold of us at Riz Show. Uh, or I'm sorry, it's Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com on email. It is the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. We are live on the Michelob Ultra Studio Cams on YouTube. Get us, get at us on Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. Yesterday we were talking about freak accidents. Just want to say thank you to everybody that threw in their uh, freak accident stories yeah. on the email and on the instant feedback on the uh, on the mobile app because, wow, first of all, there was a lot of, just a lot of intense stories, most of which I probably can't share. We will be sharing some later in the uh, the listener email segment, though. So thank you for weighing in there. And maybe, maybe weigh in on some of these would-you-rathers, like uh, would you rather forever be forced to buy all used underwear or all used toothbrushes? Always have to buy and wear used underwear or used toothbrushes. Hmm. Rafe, we'll start with you. That's a wash to me. No, you don't get to wash either of these things. Uh, you can't wash them? Uh, well, I mean, I guess you can wash them, but they're still used underwear or used toothbrushes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can clock. boil a toothbrush. You can boil your undies. Either way, it's not great. Uh, always having to buy, I guess, eesh. I'm probably used underwear. What about you? Yeah, I think underwear is the safe bet. Underwear. Would you rather have police hunting you down for a crime you did not commit or a serial killer hunting or actually hunting you? A, poli a police hunting you down for a crime you didn't commit or a serial killer actually hunting you? Well, if I didn't commit the crime, can I just go to the police station and be exonerated? That's not how life works, I don't think, all the time. What about you? I think we're going serial killer. Serial Cause killer? Yeah, because the cop, they're really good at their job, and I would just hate to have that tracking me all the time. Whereas a serial killer, I feel, you know, there's a chance I could win. And uh, with the law, it, like he said... We have, you know, all kinds of documentaries about people getting arrested that are wrongly accused and sitting over, sitting in prison for a if long time. If it's a serial killer, they're obviously successful already. They're, they've had previous successes. Yeah, but they're bound to lose at some point. But, but yeah, King Scott. King Scott's going to stop them. He's going to stop them in their tracks. I got used underwear. <laughs> well, yeah, That's right. Would you, would you rather be unable to close any door once it's open for the rest of your life or be unable to open any door once it's closed? Can we say it one more time? Would you rather be unable to close any door once it's open or be unable to open any door once it's closed? <laughs> Pure nightmare, either way. Yeah. I mean, I think of how many answer. doors you go through every day. Yeah. First of all, you're going to be Dukes of Hazarding your, uh, your, your car from here on out because that's a door. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. That's a pro. You got to get a Jeep, I guess. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I'm going to go... You have to go down your chimney every day to get in your house, yeah. though. That's a con. I'm going to go with the always open door, because if you watch you know, any movie, they never have to shut doors in them. They just leave their house, and the door's open. They never have to lock them, so I'm going to go that route. All right. What about you? I'm going to go the opposite. I can't... You can't just be hanging out in an open-air house, so... Yeah. I'll just have to come in through the window or something. I you don't have know. a lot of doors, though. Okay. Would you rather walk barefoot in a public bathroom or through poison ivy? There's a risk either way there. And eh, public bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. I think that one. I think that one's. I think that one's pretty easy. By the way, I don't know if you noticed this, Rafe. It's good to have you back. And I was thinking, everybody in this room. Oh man. Everybody in this room, except for you. Has done one of these challenges. Yeah. 
And I just noticed this was sitting on my desk. It, it is expired, so maybe it's not as hot, but this is the one-chip challenge. Been around for years. I will throw up. <laughs> you, don't, you don't handle these well? You like spicy food? I don't handle food? heat hot very really? well. No. Well, how do you handle the Riz show? Because we do things hot around here. All right. Well, you just got to let me know so I can take a bunch of, like, antacids before I... Well, I'm letting you know that I'm considering this for today. <laughs> That's not helpful. <laughs> but all right, thank you. Hey, you got to cover I'm considering you us. eating this in in four minutes. I do have the one-chip challenge right here. I'm showing the Michelob Ultra Studio Cams live. Now, Scott and I did... I've heard that thing is miserable. This one's not as bad. Scott and I did the uh, the chocolate that was uh, to raise awareness for prostate cancer. You remember that? What was that thing yeah. called? It was... It had these ghost choco, choco challenge. The choco challenge. This thing had these uh, these ghost pepper and whatever pepper um, crystals in it. And I'm telling you, Rafe, that was far worse because the chocolate, the milk chocolate, just it like coats everything and left those those heat crystals just everywhere from 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 teeth to tail. If you know uh, what I'm saying, like it was a much hotter experience. Miserable. This, this thing was miserable for about 10, 15 minutes, and then you're gold. It's just one chip in there. It's just yeah. one chip, man. That's all it is. It's I mean. You, you're a big man. Ooh. You got this. Bro, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, really? better do it at the end because you might lose me halfway through the... All right. Well, stay with us because I, uh, I have presented the challenge. And don't forget to sign up to be the Team Riz member of the day. Brought to you by Hot Shots, the proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. Today's newest member, Stacy Pope. Yes, Stacy Pope of Union, Missouri. Stacy listens every day, loves everything that the Rizzuto Show stands for. Stacy loves the way the guys interact with their listeners and enjoys spending time with family and friends out at various Riz Show events and blood drives. So thank you, Stacy. Stacy says, I just love the guys and you always make my day better. So thank you for that. Congratulations, Stacy Pope. You can sign up as well. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hello, podcast weirdos. Riz here for locally and family-owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. In business since 1976, along with their team of 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who live right alongside you in the communities where they work. Whether you drive a car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV, you could count on the friendly folks at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need. Just right for your vehicle and driving style at the lowest prices in town, guaranteed. And you can count on the Dobbs service pros for expert auto service done right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. With 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri, complete full-service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient. So be sure to check out Dobbs money-saving March deals on tires and auto service and repairs at go2dobbs.com. Then drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations for expert service and fantastic savings using Dobbs March deals today. Go2dobbs.com. So Chesterfield Fence and Deck, they've been around for 55 years. Chesterfield Fence and Deck has been one of St. Louis's top names in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. They provide the best and longest lasting outdoor products available with their skilled installation team who carries out their mission to be the very best in customer service. And they do, so, I mean, I got to test all that. I have a great new deck in my backyard. We did the underdecking and a great new fence to keep the dogs in the yard. Locally owned and operated. Go to the showroom. See the beautiful displays of those fences and decks and pergolas and sunrooms and screen rooms, patios and more. Free in-home estimates. And all the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And uh, they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. If you mentioned the Red Show this month, Chessful Fence and Deck, 
48 months interest-free financing. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck online at ChesterfieldFence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hey, what up? It's Jay Farrell. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Have a good day. See you later. Welcome back to The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. We are live on the Michelob Ultra studio cams on YouTube. Tune in. We got Rafe over here across the way. We got hey, King hey. Scott to my left. Hello. Uh, Riz is on his way back from Mexico. He will be back uh, next week. And uh, looking looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to hearing about uh, about Mexico. You know, hearing a lot about his days. Yeah. And we won't hear much about our days anymore. <laughs> Always get a hold of us by calling 314-624-3833 and 618-398-3833. You can email us, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Uh, follow us on our socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. And hit that uh, instant feedback button on the mobile app. You guys have been hugely encouraging uh, over the last few days. It's been, uh, you know, quite the curveballs thrown at us as far as, you know, jumping back here in the captain's chair and uh, throwing all the buttons together, doing all the elements. But we have not missed a single beat and we won't do that today either we're doing friday fails listener emails we're getting to all of it uh crap on celebrities and of course with those emails yesterday we were talking about freak accidents man you guys really really sent us some good ones uh so so keep that coming keep the feedback coming we really appreciate it it is a huge part uh, uh of the show and of uh just our, our our daily lives bit of housekeeping here march music mayhem is going on it is back this year, out to determine the greatest point fest of all time. If you've been listening these past few days, uh, it's been great. I mean, Web, Web Guy Joe, huge kudos to Web Guy Joe. He's put a lot of work into this. That dude put up such a lineup of uh, all the point fest, 30 years of point fest, 30 years of the signature point fest show. So we're going to determine 
who will triumph as the best point fest in history. The matchups continue on air throughout the week. Uh, next week as well, Amco Ranger, Swiss Air Heating and Cooling, courtesy of them. Thanks to them. Huge thank you. Uh, the updated bracket, you can check it out, 1057thepoint.com. Quick note on listener voting. If you're looking to vote via the app, just open the app, sign in, go to Listener Rewards. Scroll down to the vote here at March Music Mayhem tile, and then you will figure out how to vote with the vote button. Today's matchup, today's matchup is Point Fest 7. Point Fest 7, which was from 1997, against wow. Point Fest 33. That is going to be in the 9 a.m. hour. Let me tell you a little detail here. Point Fest 7 and 97 headliners were Matchbox 20, Bloodhound Gang, L7, Soul Kiss, Stir, Social Distortion, the Offspring, Real Big Fish, Jungle Dogs, Red Five, That Dog, AFI, Ultra Fink, Recliners, Radio Iodine, and more. That was Loaded. Point Fest 7 from 1997. Point Fest 33 was 2015. This was one of my favorite ones. This was that uh, that famous picture when I was couch surfing, and that made it in the back of the um, the amphitheater in the offices. Yeah. So this is a special one to me personally as a, uh, as a fan and an artist. Uh, but uh, the headliners were Breaking Benjamin, Seether, Chevelle, and The Used. Dang. And then Greek Fire, Meg Myers, Yellow Wolf, Young Guns were on the side stage, also joined by Shaman's Harvest and Highly Suspect and more. That was Point Fest 33, 2015. We'll play a song from each of the headliners or some of the headliners in the 9 a.m. hour and pit them up against each other. The voting will open at 9 a.m. Again, check it out, 1057thepoint.com for March Music Mayhem. That is very, very cool. And don't forget to join Team Riz at this year's Purple Stride. Saturday, April 29th in Forest Park. Join the Riz Show and uh, Team Captain Allstate Agent Tracy Bibb as we lead the team in the walk to support the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network. This is a huge one for us, Rafe. We've been doing this for years now, and it has grown and grown and grown every yeah. single year. Get signed up by Sunday, April 16th, and raise a minimum of 50 bucks. That's easy. Girl Scouts can do it for the cookies. You guys can do it for the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network, and we do every single year. <laughs> You raise a minimum of 50 and you get that Team Riz premium T-shirt courtesy of Moritz Royce Jewelry. You can sign up for Purple Stride at 1057thepoint.com. Back in the day, today it is March 24th, Friday, and on this day, 65 years ago in 1958 at the age of 23, Elvis Presley was inducted into the Army in Memphis, Tennessee and given the serial number 5331076161. 51 years ago in 1972, The Godfather was released, starring Marlon Brando as Vito Corleone and Al Pacino as his son. 38 years ago in 1985, the Razzie for Worst Actor went to Sylvester Stallone <laughs> in what movie? What year was this? 1985. Rhinestone Cowboy. It was called Rhinestone. Ah. And it was he, he was trying to be a country singer in the Dolly Parton movie, Rhinestone. 34 years ago, 1989... Exxon Valdez rammed a reef off the coast of Alaska, leaking 11 million gallons of oil into the sea. It took three years and $2 billion to clean the thing up. 31 years ago in 1992, a Chicago judge settled the Millie Vanilli class action lawsuit by approving cash rebates for up to $3 to anybody proving that they bought <laughs> Millie Vanilli music before November 27, 1990, the date that the lip-syncing scandal broke. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, they blamed it on the Reinhardt. Oh, mm -hmm. nice. Okay, you know what? That, Thank that you. That. Three people. 
there. 26 years ago in 1997, Cuba Gooding Jr. won the Best Supporting Actor Oscar for playing Rod Tidwell in Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. I still haven't seen it. Really? Now, I started, I started watching the other day when I was trying to go to sleep, and... It's not my style for going to sleep. You know what I've been watching is this survival. I've been watching some survival show. Um, is that, it where they have the teams? No, oh. no, no, no. Um, I watch those all the time. No, this is when this is this is kind of like one of those cheesy, not cheesy in a bad way, but cheesy edited movie. It's 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 a it's called Southern Southern Gear or something like that. Okay, where, where they test. It's like these three three guys and they got a like a outdoor company where they test survival gear. Right. So it's kind of like Jackass meets. I, I don't that know. Sounds cool. Meets, it, uh, the, what's his name? It's kind of Bear Grylls. Yeah, it's kind of silly and slappy, but it's one of those things where they're like yeah. they're playing so much B-roll. I'm only getting about four minutes of content out of every half-hour episode, so it's perfect to fall asleep to. But yeah. I do love that stuff. I love the the survival stuff, and they're mm-hmm. testing out packs and uh, seatbelt cutters. If yeah, that's you go up underwater. your alley. It is up my alley, and I kind of like that. So you know what I watched on the plane because you talked about it. Have you guys watched the uh, the offer? It's on Paramount Plus. It's about how The Godfather got made. Oh no! It's about the behind the scenes of like the guy that wrote the book and how the mafia. Frank Sinatra tried to shut the book down. Tried to shut the movie down because what? He was portrayed in the book in a bad light. He thought this character Johnny Fontaine was based on him, and uh, he hated Mario Puzo, the writer. They got into a fight in a restaurant, and then the mob tried to shut the movie down. It it was good, man. I watched Miles Teller is in it, the dude from Top Gun. Wow, the offer. Uh, it's called the offer. It was oh, good. So it's not a documentary; it's a full movie. But it's a series. It's okay. like a series on Paramount Plus, uh, and I don't have that. But when I'm on the plane, <laughs> I uh, you know I checked out Halo. You guys watch any episodes of that Halo stuff? Mm-mm. I don't want to get too off track. But the Halo like, movie? I mean the Halo. There's a Halo series on Paramount on? Plus. Based, uh, based on the game. Oh. Based on the game. Okay, yeah, yeah I, I think I did see that. A few years old. I think it's like a year or two old, yeah. Oh, 2021. Man. Speaking of 21, 21 years ago in 2002, Halle Berry became the first African-American to win a Best Actress Oscar for her work in Monsters Ball. Do you remember seeing that? Oh, yeah. That that was... Make me feel good. <laughs> Denzel Washington won Best Actor for his role in Training Day. Uh, that year was also the year that Shrek won Best Animated Film, A Beautiful Mind was Best Picture, and Ron Howard was Best Director for it. Seven years ago, in 2016, comedian Gary Shandling passed away at the age of 66, and that is your Back in the Day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Your Crap on Celebrities brought to you by Brad House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. BradHouseCo.com, 636-600-0188. Here is some Elton John classic rock trivia that Elton himself did not even know. Check this out. Our first ever number one record, I think. Pretty easy song to write the melody to because it's it's a song about space, so it's quite a spacious song. Well, it was actually inspired by a story by Ray Bradbury from his uh, book of science fiction short stories called The Illustrated Man. And in that book, there was a story called The Rocket Man, which was about how astronauts in the future would become sort of an everyday job. So I kind of took that idea and ran with it. You know, I never knew that. You know, I never knew that. So he learned it in an interview right there. He posted that interview clip. Uh, it was him and his longtime writing partner, Benny Taupin, uh, discussing their song, Rocket Man. Bernie was explaining how he came up with the idea for the lyrics. Now, remember, a lot of people don't know that Elton does the music, Bernie did the lyrics. Right. On darn near everything, right? And uh, that was his aha moment. And a, a bunch of us, you know, the Brad, Brad, the Ray Bradbury nerds out there are like, oh, the illustrated man, that's so great. Do you ever read any of those books? Oh, yeah. Love them. 
Love them. Very, very cool uh, little piece of trivia to, to find out about that classic. Last year, the people behind the latest Halloween trilogy announced that they were giving the same treatment to The Exorcist. This is yet another movie that I haven't seen. Last night, we sat down. The, the, the kids came back in town, and they said, we want to watch a horror film. Um, and the last time I showed them one, I showed them Blair Witch Project, and it didn't go well. Like, they loved it, but they were like, that was a little too scary for me. So now when they're like, I want to watch a horror movie, I don't know where to go. I'm trying to find, like, the middle ground. So I played them Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow last night. Yeah. That's a great one. It was. It, I really like it. I Did love it hold that. up? I love it because it's that Burton style. Yeah. It holds up, but the kids were like, this isn't even scary, Dad. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying Show to find. Midsummer. Well, That'll yeah, shut right. Up. Yeah, right. That scared me. That's that's a gnarly film. <laughs> but you know what? While we're watching this, my daughter's like, "Why don't we watch The Exorcist?" I said, "No, man. Are you out of your mind? Like I've heard, I haven't even seen all of The Exorcist, but I've heard, and I've seen the parts enough to be like, my kids are not ready for that. Those are crazy movies. You know what I watched in the hotel in L.A. Just randomly was on Gremlins. Haven't watched it in. In 20 years, fun? dude. Still and holds up? I love Hoyt Axton, dude. Love me some Hoyt. And, uh, it, yeah, I mean, like, not to CGI. It's definitely, like, you can see, like, the stop motion stuff. And right. It's kind sure. of, it's actually, I'm surprised that that hasn't gotten remade. Should I'm I very show the kids? Oh, it's not scary. Yeah, at all. it's, it's a almost fun. like the bar scene is incredible. Yeah, it's almost like a fun family. Yeah, quote it's unquote, a silly horror. One. Well, get this. Pretty early on, they announced that Ellen Burstyn. Uh, was re- returning to play Chris McNeil. But nobody said anything about Linda Blair coming back to play her daughter. Is it Regan or Reagan? We'll say Regan. Yeah. Until now, sources say that Linda did show up to reprise her role, but she was reportedly only on the set for a few days, so she doesn't have a huge part. The producers will not confirm that Linda's in the movie. All they will say for now is she, quote, served as an advisor. Huh. That's interesting because there was a show called The Exorcist on Fox like a couple of years ago. And it was good. The first season was really good. The second season was kind of stinky because the first season was, she was in it. It was connected. She was grown. Linda Blair was in it. She had her daughter. So they've already kind of told this story. Are they, so I guess that's not canon. I don't kinda know. Curious I, about that. I think they're staying with it. They're just going to do this trilogy and it's the people that did the Halloween trilogy. So Interesting. They're going to give that the same treatment. Uh, we don't talk country music too much, but I do want to play a newer song, and I want you guys to tell me who is singing this jam right here. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Here it is. Jason you, Isbell never getting the love he deserves. Who, who'd you say? I said Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus? So, I mean, yeah, it's Miley sounds... Cyrus, right? Here, let, one more listen. Pretty ripping, right? 
Yeah. Miley Cyrus, that's, 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 that's the right guess. Well, somebody realized that if you pitch Morgan Wallen's voice up, he actually sounds just like Miley Cyrus. Ah. Oh, that's what that, that is. That is Morgan Wallen. <laughs> I thought it was going to be computer or something. No, yeah. it's Morgan Wallen uh, uh, pitched up, and it really does sound like Miley Cyrus. We'll post that on oh, the blog fun. so you can show people, because uh, I, I guarantee you people hearing that that don't recognize the song like, oh, yeah, Miley's gone country again. That's cool. Uh, a lot of guys would love to marry Rihanna, right? Only one guy had the stones to try that to, to to try to turn that dream right into reality. Unfortunately, things didn't work out the way this guy planned. The man actually traveled from South Carolina all the way to Rihanna's home to pop the question. He was met by her security, who called the cops. When they showed up, they put him in handcuffs and had a chat with him. Now they did not arrest the guy. Did not arrest him because he technically didn't break any laws. They just told him to leave and not return. But there's some pictures of this guy getting getting into that the property right there. We'll post those on the blog as well. Tommy Wiseau. Who's Tommy Wiseau? Oh, that's the legend. Oh, hi, Mark. Yes. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. He's the legend. I did legend. not hit her. I did not. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> he is the legend, and he is getting behind the camera again. The director Good. and superstar of The Room has debuted the trailer for Big Shark. Oh, boy. You got to see this trailer. We'll put it on the blog as well. This is the follow-up feature to his trademark 2003 cult melodrama. Oh, hi, Shark. Oh, hi, Shark. (laughs) Big Shark follows three firefighters, Georgie, Patrick, and Tim, as they work to save New Orleans from an attack by... A big a shark. Big shark. Oh. <laughs> While the first look at Big Shark is uh, only now being debuted online, the trailer actually uh, has already been playing in audiences at theatrical screenings of The Room in recent months. Where those are happening, I have no idea. Dude, he tours every year. It's a cult. He goes to like, uh, he came here one year and did it at Tivoli and like uh, sold out. So he goes and he plays the room. He screens the room and then he signs autographs and hangs out with people afterwards. He's very much like he leans into is what it he's leaning, created. Is it leaning in knowingly? Yeah, I think. Yes. Aware. I, I think he's self aware that people think it's a bad movie, but he's still like I'm proud of money. the fact that he, well, he got it made and. Yeah. You know what? Either way, great for him. Yeah, yeah, he did it. Great I mean, they him. made a movie based on him, and he's yeah, he's he's bringing joy to successful now. He's bringing joy to somebody. That's great. Because he claims he spent like three mil or something like that. I forget how much. It was a lot of money he spent on. Yeah, no one really knows where the money came from. That yeah, it's always the big like. But this is fun. He actually has definitely recouped all that. So he did good. Good yeah. for him, or somebody did. Speaking some, of, yeah, yeah. Good speaking point. of bringing joy, Saturday Night Live alum Kyle Mooney. We'll step behind the camera for Y2K, an upcoming disaster comedy from A24 Studios, starring Rachel Zegler and Alicia Silverstone among its ensemble cast. Nice. The film takes place on, you guessed it, New Year's Eve 1999, when two high school nobodies decide to crash the last big party before the new millennium. According to the official logline, when the clock strikes midnight, the night gets more insane than they could ever have imagined. We'll see where that goes. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon started sharing a bank account in high school so they'd have money for auditions. Matt admitted that it was an it was unusual in retrospect, but as long as one of them had money, they knew the power wouldn't get shut off. He said, quote, I remember after doing Geronimo, I probably had like 35 grand in the bank, and I was like, we're good. We're good for a whole year. You were allowed to take out $10 to get quarters to go to the arcade and play video games. Eventually, we were allowed to try and buy beer, which never, ever worked. Ben said their positive attitude is what helped him. Uh, he said, quote, Matt and I always felt like we were in it together. Like, hey, I want to get that part, but I want you to get that part too. 
That's really awesome. Yeah, it's cool seeing that that friendship and that kind of um, that I don't know that 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 brotherhood, especially in Hollywood, survive. Yeah, you always see these pairs going in it, whether it's yeah, whether it's radio shows or 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 movie stars or whatever, and it it's hard to keep that kind of stuff going. It's hard to keep the band together. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chris Martin taking a page from Gwyneth Paltrow's playbook, I guess. One week after his ex-wife, uh, his ex-wife's controversial controversial diet went viral, the Coldplay frontman told Conan O'Brien needs a friend podcast listeners that he does not have dinner anymore. Martin explained, "I stopped eating at 4 p.m. and I learned that from having lunch with Bruce Springsteen." <laughs> "Quote: I was lucky enough to go over there for lunch one day after we played Philadelphia last year." Uh, the singer continued on this episode and said, um, I was really on a really strict diet anyway. And then he shared that he was inspired to make Springsteen's habits his next challenge because the 73-year-old rocker looked more in shape than he did at the time. Hmm. When Springsteen's wife, Patty, told Martin that her husband only eats one meal a day, the singer thought, well, there you go. I'll just do that. But he does have a lot of Werther's. A lot of, oh, Springsteen? Yeah, yeah. He's got those <laughs> in both his pockets. Uh, and yeah. this this is a fun list, and we're going to get into some arguments, I'm sure. Listeners, weigh in. At R-I-Z-Z Show on Twitter. You can email us, too. Um, the book, usually better than the movie, but not always. The website, uh, Literary Hub, put together a list of movies that were better than the book. Agree mm. or disagree? Anybody have any? Any favorites that you know or just better than the book, man. Or are you not readers? Are you a reader? I yeah, mean, yeah, I can read. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm asking. Yeah. Do you you read you read the books that become movies? You read the sometimes it depends on the book, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, number uh, thirteen they have on this list is Big Fish from 2003. Good movie. Great. Exceptional. Movie. Here's the thing, dude. Can I be honest about that movie specific thing? That movie made me shed a tear. By the way, the I first, saw first someone time in 15 years aggressively getting oral sex in a theater during the movie Big Fish and it I'm like processing father-son trauma because that movie's very like sweet yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy time to be alive there was just somebody like uh, that was just a weird movie to choose to like make it's, out it's and Tim get, Burton right? Yeah. yeah that's the Burton yeah. film okay yeah, so it was a really weird That's experience a for me. That so specific movie. I still love the movie. It was just yeah. like, uh, it was an interesting, just an interesting move. Yeah. Of yeah. that movie specifically. That's a strange place to do that. Number 12, I don't even know. I didn't even know this was based on a book. 1988, Die Hard. Yes, Die Hard is based on a book. It's called Nothing Lasts Forever. I yeah. had no idea. The book came out in 79. No clue. But they say that the movie is better than the book. Number 11 is Cruising. Never heard of that. 1980. Number 10, The Godfather. Gotta be, right? 1972. Number nine, an HBO series called The Leftovers from 2014 to 2017. I don't, I'm not familiar with that. Awesome show. Again, another hit movie. This, uh, this one, everything. 1975, Jaws. They say that's better than the book. 2018, A Simple Favor. Never heard of that. Uh, 2017 to 2021. This is a series on stars called American Gods, also based on a book, and everybody says this series was much better. Uh, I think it got canceled, so... What does that say about the book? Well, speaking of canceled, um, we were watching the show on HBO Max called Station Eleven. It was a show, not a not a not a movie, and it was based on a book. Didn't know it was based on a book, but man, the wild thing is, every single time I hear people flipping about flipping out about The Last of Us, that's based on the video game. Anybody yeah. watch The Last of Us? Yeah, it's it's great. I get it. I I think it's awesome, but it gave me Station Eleven vibes, and Station Eleven was awesome. But again. 
Pretty sure it was canceled. 21 to 22. Uh, that was a cool one. They say that was better than the book. The Maltese Falcon from 1941. Wow. Number three is The Handmaiden from 2016. Number uh, two is from 1976 called All the President's Men. Okay. And number one from 2002. Anybody number have one any from guess? 2002. I think is this Shallow the, How. This might be Nick Cage. It's it's one of those that I always get confused. Oh What's the one with Will Ferrell where, where he's um he's living as a character from someone Stranger else? Stranger than fiction. Stranger than fiction. I it, it came out right around there, but I think this was Nick Cage. Adaptation. Yeah. Oh, is yes. that Nick Cage? Yeah, yeah. They say that was a spectacular movie. movie that was far Great better than movie. the book. That's interesting to hear because some of Neil Gaiman wrote American These are big authors. You're saying that's saying a lot. Not a single Stephen King movie was better than the book. I was expecting it, maybe. Um, I thought The Notebook was going to be on there. Because wasn't that that, that famous yeah. author that does all the But I mean, Neil Gaiman's a pretty famous author, and so is Charlie Kaufman wrote Adaptation. It's about him. He writes himself into the movie. It's like he is a screenwriter. Charlie Kaufman's a famous author and screenwriter, and Nicolas Cage plays him. And he's writing a script, and he kind of, like, writes himself into it. And, like, crazy adventures start to happen, and, like, reality and reality and fantasy get blurred. So you disagree with number one? It's just interesting to tell someone that the movie, based on the book they wrote, that they also wrote the screenplay where they play themselves is better than the book. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, at least that's he gets all credit. folding in on itself At least he gets credit. You know, he gets mm-hmm. credit on both sides. Yeah, he yeah. does. He yeah. did something great, and he did something greater. Yeah. Uh, celebrity celebrating a birthday today, uh, Keisha Castle-Hughes. That's Obra Sand on Game of Thrones. And FBI agent Hannah Gibson on FBI Most Wanted. Uh, she is 33. Finn Jones, Loris Tyrell on Game of Thrones. And Danny Rand on Marvel's Iron Fist. Finn Jones is 35. Jessica Chastain, Oscar-nominated redhead from all sorts of movies, 46. Peyton Manning is 47. Allison Hannigan, uh, Lily on How I Met Your Mother. She's also the... Uh, uh, the the um, one time at band camp at, at band camp girl from American Pie. She is forty nine. Jim Parsons is fifty. Uh, Masio or Maceo from De La Soul, biggest hit. You know me, myself, and I from nineteen eighty nine is fifty three. The Undertaker, WWE superstar, real name Mark Calloway. The Undertaker is fifty eight. Kelly LeBrock, the virtual dream girl, Lisa in Weird Science is 63. Tommy Hilfiger is 72. And on this day, Harry Houdini would have been something years old. He was born in 1874. He passed away in 1926. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Houston. Today's birthday girl used to hold the record for nailing 620 dudes in one day. Oh, my goodness. Houston, we have a problem. Houston, no problem here. (laughs) But she's been ousted by a Polish woman who holds the record at 646 fellas. But she does have at least 81 fine films in her name, including Houston's Big Boob Brigade, Stop My Ass Is On Fire, Volume 1, which after I eat this chip, I will be in Volume 2. Flesh Peddlers 2, Blondes, Bowling and Ballin', Gonzaga's Galore, Russian Roulette, and who could forget her unforgettable role in Hey, Who the Hell Shot Jerry? (laughs) Houston is 54 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that has been Crap on Celebrity. Some people weighing in saying Willow better than the movie.
or I'm sorry, Willow, the movie better than the book. Have you seen Willow the series better than the movie? I haven't watched the new series. I haven't seen the series. I'm just glad no one said Passion of the Christ. Um, Oh boy. Vampire Diaries uh, series, hands down, better than the books. Uh, a couple others. I, it wasn't True Blood. Remember, that That was a book series, and people were saying sure. that the show was better. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Thanks for weighing in. By the way, it is The Riz Show. Carlitos presented, Way. Presented by The Fast Lane. We're going to do some uh, emails up next. It's been, uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence deck, we did a uh, complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Riz Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement tea experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Hey, it's Roman Atwood, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. It is The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. Uh, Riz is going to be back next week. He's on his way back from Mexico, if he isn't already back. Uh, it is a rainy, interesting Friday out there t- today, but uh, happy cocktail day, so just be careful this weekend. I am going to be out at the Moolah Shrine Circus tonight from 4 to 6 for the pre-show festivities. The show starts at 7.30, but they got a lot of shows all this weekend. It's all happening down at the Family Arena. You can get details about the event and everything going on down there at 1057thepoint.com. Uh, we are going to have a fun contest. It is uh, Fake News or Florida. That's coming up in just a bit. And, of course, Friday fails are just around the corner, and there are some doozies, some doozies. It is The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. You can get a hold of us. Emails rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. You can hit that instant feedback button on the mobile app. And, of course, the Michelob Ultra Studio cams are live. Call us, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-33. Let's get to, uh, let's get to some of your emails. Yesterday, we were talking all about... Freak accidents and emails are brought to you by 
Big Dick's Brick Mailboxes. Your one-stop shop for all mailboxes. Needanewmailbox.com. You ever experienced any, like, just absolute freak accident, Rafe? Uh, yeah. A few. Well, I've seen a few. Go on. Well, they're not... It's not a happy story. Uh, I mean, I've seen people, like, training exercises, stuff go really wrong in oh, the military. No. Oh yeah, no! Like, oh yeah, let's not go there. I don't. Yeah. Want, I don't want. I don't want those. Yeah. Uh, so I want freak accidents that ended up okay. Uh, I saw a video, dude, and it was cra- like a guy getting off a boat. It freaked me. I mean, the, he's okay, but it was freaky. Like he was like trying to step off a boat, and there were like the metal poles of the dock, and when he uh, fell, it like went into his armpit. Oh no! And he was just like hanging there by his armpit, and I was like, that had to be absolutely excruciating. Uh, yeah, that had to be brutal. And he was fine. For he lived, he yeah. wasn't like permanently damaged, but it like that would be a freaky thing. Yeah, well, he literally was just like getting off a boat, and like the boat kind of went out from under his foot, and oh, he man. hung himself up on that thing. And I was like, "Whoo!" It's funny yeah. you mention a metal pole. Check this out. Hey, weirdos! About twenty-five years ago, a buddy and I had a long fence pole wedged up into a very tall tree that we would slide down from our treehouse like a fireman, but at an angle. Well, over time, that pole bent, and as kids, we move on to other things. Eventually, the pole came down and was leaned up against a fence. Buddy had a greyhound, a very large greyhound, in a very large backyard. One day, the dog got the zoomies and impaled himself on the pole oh, all man. the way through. Happy to say the dog lived. I'm only doing happy stories, like I said. I'm Good. only doing freaky accidents with happy endings here. Uh, that is from Michael. Thank you very much. Uh, here's one. Um, Yesterday, you guys were talking about freak accidents. Here's my story. When I was 15, I was very stupidly, mindlessly chewing on the plastic part of a thumbtack. What are you doing? What are you doing? No. That's a great no, idea. No. 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 If only no. we had gum or mints or something like that. That's a much better idea. Though. I breathed in a little too hard, and the thumbtack <laughs> went right down the throat. Dang. I ran into the bathroom and tried to cough it up, but it was already too far down, and I went... Uh, it went down my throat sideways the rest of the way. Obviously, it hurt. Yeah. Ma- Mom took me to the hospital, and all they could recommend was to keep a lookout for it, you know, at the at the end of the process. Uh, me being the irresponsible kid I was, I didn't look for it at all, and now I use the story as a running joke that if I fall over dead one day randomly, it was probably the tack unlodging itself from one of my organs. Yeah. Love you guys. Doing a great job at the Helm Moon. Uh, thank you very much, Michael. Um, man, you know, when I was a kid, we were, I was sitting in church service. I'm like, you know, eight years old, seven mm-hmm. years old, not listening to anything, just kind of doing whatever. Hey, mom, you got any gum? Like, just trying to pass the time. For some reason, some stupid one of those kid reasons, even the kid couldn't come up with an answer as to why I had a dime in my mouth. <laughs> and I was like, I was just messing with a dime in my mouth. And then, oop, I swallowed it. And boy, I panicked. Front front pew or second pew, you know, yeah. like we are right in the front. And I'm I'm all, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm breathing heavy. I'm telling my mom, and my mom doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't know I had a dime in my mouth the last five minutes. And we panicked, and and she thought I was choking, but I was not. I was kind of screaming, kind of making noise. It's still church service after yeah. all. And she picked me up, and we ran in the back. And I thought like, you had the spirit. <laughs> yeah, I was getting charismatic right there. Yeah, uh, Not in this church. So. We get to the back, and um, I finally said, I swallowed a dime! I swallowed a dime! And this guy was like, you could see one of the guys go from panic to, oh, all right, we'll yeah. just give this kid some bread and then yeah. look out for it the next couple days. Yeah, he's going to tithe tomorrow. I got my, <laughs> uh, I went to a furniture store with my mom when I was a kid and did that thing all kids do where you stick your head through a space. You have to, yeah. Of course. Whether it's a banister, you should be like, what if my head can fit through there? And I got my head stuck in a chair. 
and I was stuck, dude. Like they had to call the guy from the warehouse to come down with like a drill. The screwdriver, they had to take the whole chair apart to get my head out. I, like, got it in and couldn't get it out of my big dome. Oh, man. So my mom was, like, shopping for a dining room table or something, dude. And I was like, I just, I don't even remember. It was, like, one of those wooden chairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got through, man, and I was stuck. Yeah, I did that on a banister. I did that on a banister, too. Metal banisters. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, you find yourself in in instant panic in that mode, but you can't, can't move. Uh, here's one from Brandon. There was a time that I was trying to impress a girl at the pool. Hey, man, we've all been there. We've all been there. Uh, I was with my friends, and I decided to do a backflip off the high dive. I banged the back of my head on the board and flipped around so many times like a rag doll. Uh, once I hit the water, I busted a vein on my back, and I backflopped. Ooh. Uh, I had a bruise the size of two adult heads on my back. That is from Brandon. Oh, my gosh. That's what two you adult that. heads. What <laughs> that's, a weird that's, measurement. That's yeah. how we describe What adult. a weird measurement, unit of measurement. <laughs> like, how big would you say that is? Uh, bigger than a bed bread box? <laughs> yeah. Or like the size of two adult heads? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my freak accident was in high school. And my buddy and his sister, they were running towards my car and is on a gravel driveway. And they were trying to race to get to the front seat. Well, the window was down, and he, you know, put his brakes on when he was running, and he just slid, so he put his hands out to stop, but he went for the window instead, and so there's no window, and just, he lost uh, oh, his whole front no. row of teeth here. Oh, Ooh. no. So my car always had, like, little teeth. Comic did that at the Funny Bone. Reggie Edwards was laughing, and, like, somebody was roast mode, somebody was roasting somebody's shoes or something, <laughs> and he was like, you know, when people get fired up, and they start, like, laughing and, like, kind of doing the walk while they laugh, like... He, man, ran right into a handicap sign oh, face no. first and chipped his own tooth. Oh, and then, no. So then it all turned on him. He had just got somebody good, and then, like, he chipped his tooth, and then we all just went in hard on him. Oh, my gosh. That's brutal. Uh, this one is uh, weird, not so much of a, a freak accident. Uh, she says, this is Casey, by the way. Not a freak accident, but I had the whole extra muscle in my wrist that gave me all the symptoms of carpal tunnel syndrome. Yep. Normally, carpal tunnel is caused by swelling in the muscles that run under the ligament that runs across your wrist, like a bracelet. But instead of swelling, I just had a random muscle crowding out the stuff that was supposed to be there. My surgeon apparently had never seen anything like it in 13 years of hand and wrist surgeries. It started where the rest of the muscles attached to my hand, then fanned out, fanned out to three different spots in my lower part of my forearm. They cut it out instantly better. The only recovery was waiting for the incision to heal. My wrist and hand function have been perfect ever since then. Post op, I feel like you're a superhero. You were born with an extra muscle. That is wild. That's that's superhero stuff there, Casey. Yeah. Would okay. she keep it? Does she with, ever needs it? Enough of the freak accidents. Here, people need us. Okay. Hey boys, okay. heard y'all talking about poverty meals, and now my wife turned me on to this: chicken and biscuit crackers. Chicken in a biscuit. I've talked about these before. Riz had no idea Those what they flavored were. Crackers. Yeah, it's like a blue box. Br- br- bring up the bring up the box. You you've I'm seen familiar. these? Familiar. Okay, you know chicken in a biscuit. Yeah. This was one of those where somebody in high school told me about it, and uh, once you have one, you go, "Oh my gosh, this this is the best snack ever." So this is what Riley says: chicken in a biscuit crackers with the spray cheese in a can. And I'm telling you, oh, I yeah. lived off of this stuff when I lived when I when I was in the apartment. Cheese whiz. Yeah, so the cheese was the spray cheese on chicken and a biscuit in a can. When we first moved in together, we were scraping by the bacon cheese in a in a spray can to be Pacific. It will change your life. She would make a tray for the Super Bowl. That is from Riley. Definitely try that snack. If you're looking for a you don't care uh you know, health contents sort yeah. of snack, 
but one that's just going to hit every spot. Chicken and a biscuit with the cheese spray on it. It's so one of those good. great foods. You don't look at the ingredients. You just don't ask questions. I still put cheese whiz in my uh, chili. Really? On like Super Bowls, I get like a jar of not even the spray cheese, like cheese whiz in a jar. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's very Philly. Yeah, where you're like, put it in the chili. It's great for chili because it kind of like dissipates. You slap it with one of those, um, those almost like a, like a small spatula kind of thing, right? Yeah, yep. like a cake. <laughs> put it in there from those cake uh, icing <laughs> spreaders and just <laughs> flop it in, dude. Uh, here's one from Benjamin. I know Point Fest is going to sell out, but what if the 2SG headline Point Fest sell out in seconds? So yeah, big, easily big sell fan out. there. We've sold out the world twice, so no no worries here. Speaking of music, hey, fellas and lady, depending on the day, Hall Ryan here. Uh, you all talked about albums that you could listen to front to back. What about an artist? I could listen to Blink-182's catalog front to back, just wondering if you have an artist that's the same. Like, they've never done a song that you can't hear. Wait, say start, one more time. Start with you, Scott. You know the 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 we were talking about albums that you can just listen to front to back. You mm-hmm. just put them on, listen to the whole record. Nothing to skip. It all puts you in the right mood. What about artists? What's an artist that you can just put on? And now that we have this the Spotify, uh, the the this is playlist yeah. and that. What is the artist that you can just put on, and never skip anything? And um, let's see here. That would be well. You're listening to one of them today. There's two of them, and I think you probably have both of them on your playlist. For one is the Midnight. Oh, yeah, and the Midnight. Like that is play in the background. That is a synthwave band. It's real super, super 80s kind of yep. um, synthwave, real cool song structures, good melodies. It is good background music. Yeah. And for me, Marty Robbins. I can. Marty he Robbins. He just plays all Out day in, in the background. West Texas town yeah. of El Paso. He's a, <laughs> he's a beautiful man. What about, what about you, Ray? It's a jam. Uh, I'm a big Avid Brothers fan. All right. I think that they're really great musicians. And like, even if it's not the right vibe, if usually if a Navy Brothers playlist is on, I can, I don't need to skip anything because I know like there's a jam coming, you know. Like they sometimes it can be like up and down on the tonal, can be like kind of like mm. they're great to see live and like they they rock, but it's folk, you know. So sometimes it's kind of like folk rock. So sometimes it'll be a slow song when I'm not really feeling it, but uh, even their slow songs are really moving and cool and have good melodies and stuff. So that'd be my jam, probably. I got a couple on. Uh, a couple. One is Dredge. It's uh, just one of my favorite bands. Has been forever. They've been. They're like my airplane um, rock band, if okay. you will. Uh, Allison Krauss is one. There's a band that I've been listening to recently that I've listened to for years and years. I actually named a daughter after one of the songs. It's a band called Mew M E W. Uh, they're from Denmark. I don't even know if they're active right now, but that I can just I put them are. on in the background. And I'll tell you the biggest surprising one for me. And What's am, the daughter? What's the song? Uh, it's the the song is called "Am I Ride No," and it's the probably the most popular song from you. But uh, you can listen to that song and know my daughter's name because she's named named Am after I Ride. That. But uh, no, it's Am I Rye. Oh, Am I Rye? That's a pretty name. <laughs> no, that's man. not her name. Oh, uh, and the other artist that I I was late to the party with this band, man. Been a band played on the point since the early days. And uh, I didn't get 311 until recently. Until, really? Uh, yeah, I felt uh, my buddy Feldman and my bandmate in Goldfinger uh, did one of their records uh, maybe two records ago. And my son fell in love with it. It was his favorite record. So we started listening to a lot of 311 together. And I got into the older stuff that I had heard in high school. I just wasn't like, I wasn't wasn't in tune with it back then. Like, mm. I, like, like I probably should. Amber was not the color of your energy. Well, yeah. And then I get a Wrangler and I got the doors and the roof off. And hey, guess what works in a Wrangler with no doors? 311. <laughs> just put it on. <laughs> just put it on and let her go, man. And it feels it feels good. So uh, thank you for that email, Ryan. 
let's see. Let's get to this one. Morning, fellas. Good morning. It's your Team Riz Garbage Man again. You guys discussed trash cans facing the wrong way yesterday, and I thought I'd take the opportunity to try and educate people on what happens when you ignore the words that are very clearly molded into the lid. This side towards street. If it's an automated route, the way the lid opens will cause it to launch trash at your house if it's faced the wrong way. Also, just know that we judge every single person for all the stupid things they do, like putting the cans right by their car or a pole or 100 pounds of unbagged cat litter or 500 empty beer cans or your stack of Hustlers from 1996 or your 60-inch TV balanced on top of the fan thinking we will take it. We absolutely talk trash later. Anyway, I'll quit ranting. You guys are rad. Five out of three stars. Everett. How about that? Well, thank you for your emails at... Is Everett a uh, garbage man? Yeah. Yeah, he is the uh, he, he is the Team Riz garbage man. Nice. He, That's right. I did walks that the for, walk and talks the talk. I did it once. You did that? One day. What do you mean one day? You quit after one day? I was... You're, uh, that, you're I, that guy? No, my friend. Uh, <laughs> no. Thank you, though, for assuming the worst. Uh, <laughs> my friend owned uh, uh, a company... Uh, over in Bethalto and Big Trash Pickup. They needed extra people for the Big Trash Pickup. So he's like, hey, I'm short. You're a big dude. Let me tell you something. He paid me well, but that is a job. That's a job. Because it was all, every. it was just water heaters. <laughs> I mean, it was huge stuff. Couches, water heaters, washers and dryers, everything getting put out. Like, you oh, know how they do man. like one day a month or one day every three months is like yeah. Big Trash Pickup. Where they'll take crazy stuff they don't normally take. And I, me and some other dudes were tossing some pretty big stuff into the, it was a side loader one that smashed them all up. Yeah. So I was on the back of the, I was the guy on the back of the truck. That's awesome. Didn't surprise anyone to see me back work. there. Man at work, baby. I got a Dukes of Hazard TV tray I rescued. That's nice. Out of that. Like an old <laughs> night. I was like, somebody threw this away? <laughs> Out of your mind? I took it home, dude. Cleaned it up. Still have it. Hey, Dukes One of Hazard. Hazard job you remember those when you were a kid? They were like the little TV trays that had the legs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dukes. Oh, it even had the legs. You could sit it on your lap when you were like a kid. A yeah. TV table instead of just the TV tray. Yeah, it was like the little table. It was like for a kid, you know. It was like a wow. tray, and then it had like the little foldable legs that came out, so you could like sit on the couch and watch TV. That was cool. That is a win. Those are your emails. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Somewhere along the line, these plans went sideways. They became an Uber. You dare? An ultra. Don't say it. Dare. I say Omega. Here we go. Oh, that was beautiful. You sounded great, sir. I think you guys did okay. Thank I really you. appreciate all the backup there. Let's start with this one, though. <laughs> this is almost a dozen fails for this guy, by the way. I'm only going to hit the button once, but he's, he deserves it about 11 times. Dang. It almost seems like one of those social media challenges where people try to do a crazy amount of stuff, like ride all the rides at Disney in one day and have to map out an elaborate timeline to make it happen. Let me break this down. There's a 38-year-old guy in Fresno, California named Keith Chastain who just got arrested for the 10th time in one month. Oh, <laughs> the 10th arrest happened on Tuesday when the police got a call about a man driving a stolen truck. They went out and nabbed Keith, but it couldn't have been easier. He told police he was on his way to the police station to pick up his personal property when he was arrested. That seems like a coincidence, but when this is your 10th arrest picking up stuff from the police station... Is like a normal person going to the dry cleaners. <laughs> Keith got his 10th arrest in just under the gun. It was the 31st day since his initial arrest last month, his very first. To be clear, it does not sound like an intentionally planned feat, by the way. He is facing 18 felonies and 15 misdemeanors with an array of charges including stealing six vehicles, DUI, vandalism, fraud, possession of a controlled substance, and more. All 10 mugshots, by the way. Wow. All 10. They will be up on the blog. Oh. This lady has a loose definition of what a sweet treat is. Cops pulled over an ice cream truck on Monday in Slidell, Louisiana, just outside New Orleans. The name on the side said Tammy's Ice Cream and Sweet Treats. The 42-year-old owner, Tamisha Morin, was behind the wheel. They pulled her over because the truck had expired tags and no brake lights. But that's the least of her worries now, because it looks like those sweet treats that she was selling, they were drugs. When they searched the freezer, they found some <laughs> melted ice cream and a bunch of meth. <laughs> Thankfully, they, oh. they don't think that she was selling it to kids, just adults. She's facing charges for possession of narcotics, and turns out she has an outstanding warrant as well. They gave her a ticket for the brake lights and the expired tag. Failed. My question is... If the, you can she, run that business all day in STL. Ain't nobody <laughs> pulling you over for expired tags. My, my question is, what's the song? If, she, if, if she's doing the, oh, the ice cream no. truck, but it's all only for adults, it's not going to be the little doot, 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 yeah. doot, you know, that, the child song. Well, it's got to be that, but like the warped version of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
the two main qualica- qualifications for a getaway vehicle should be discreet and fast, right? That's what you're looking for. Yeah. This guy, 0 for 2. The 36-year-old man in Miami was arrested for multiple felonies last week. He reportedly stole from a farm bank in, uh, back in December and then returned to the scene of the crime last Wednesday afternoon to do some more thieving. Somebody called police and they showed up just in time to see the guy, but he escaped in the getaway vehicle, which was a stolen 53-foot refrigerated semi carrying 10 pallets of poultry valued at $140,000. Wow. He did not steal the truck from the farm. He had stolen it early, earlier and drove it there. So he did intend on being on, on having this be his getaway vehicle. He led police officers on a chase, at one point driving the long way down the road straight towards a cop, ca- uh, cop car. So he was playing chicken in a poultry truck. Nice. Nice. He eventually crashed the semi into a fence at a second farm, was apprehended. He's being held on $54,500 bond. Nice. Failed. This is kind of like your mom's line about if a friend jumped off a cliff. Just because somebody else commits a crime doesn't mean that you should. Earlier this month, some idiot got into it with a cashier at a Circle K store in Memphis because she wouldn't sell him beer. Uh, So to get even, he grabbed a whole display of chips, put them in his car, and drove off. It's not clear if the cops caught him yet or not, but er, but while the cashier was distracted, another customer named James, or sorry, Joseph Braswell, noticed the guy had dropped two bags of chips outside, so he picked them up and started eating them. Police found him a few minutes later with crumbs on his face and security footage showed exactly what happened. He's facing a charge for theft of property worth $1,000 or less. Each bag of chips valued at $4.98. Those were full bags. Failed. Full bags. These weren't the little Frito-Lay sampler packs. That's what I was picturing in my mind. <laughs> this guy went full. Full full bags. Two teenage boys from Utah were arrested in a bizarre shooting outside a 7-Eleven store. The boys initially thought the store clerk had shot one of the boys, prompting his friend to shoot at the clerk. Oh, man. They discovered later, however, that the boy had actually shot himself. (laughs) At 4 a.m. on January 21st, two 17-year-old boys were at the 7-Eleven. One of the boys went inside the store and asked if he could use the bathroom. The boy was told no, allegedly because it was not in order. The boy then put his hands in his hoodie pocket and, according to detectives, managed to fire around from the gun that was in his pocket. The shot hit the boy's toe. Neither the clerk nor the teen initially realized what happened. The clerk thought a firecracker had just gone off. Mm. When the boy went back to the car in the parking lot and realized his foot was injured, he told his friend that he thought he had just been shot by the clerk. At the same time, the clerk went outside to empty the garbage cans. This is a wild scene. Wait, wait. So there's a gunshot inside the... He thought it was a firecracker, remember? Okay, 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 okay. While the clerk was in the parking lot emptying the trash, the other boy gets out of the car with his own gun, fired four rounds at the guy. None of them hit the clerk. The boys then took off. Police were called, reviewed stores surveillance video to piece together what happened. The boy, the injured boy, was dropped off at the hospital about an hour later to be treated for his toe injury. Doctors called the police. Officers were able to track down the two boys and arrest them. One for uh, uh, one for investigation of aggravated assault and the other for possession of a gun by a restricted person. Nobody called a tow truck. Failed. A tow truck. Okay, that's not bad. Thanks. That's more King Scott's lane. But, it was. Uh, but I like well, it. Sometimes you got to surprise people. A Palm City, Florida council member has been charged with DUI and possession of cocaine. The guy's name is Peter Filiberto. 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 Is that common spelling? Common spelling. Okay. 
Late last Saturday night, Councilman Pete was speeding down a road on his motorcycle when a cop spotted him and tried to pull him over. Nope. Councilman Pete took off. After zooming down into a residential neighborhood, Councilman Pete tried to make a U-turn, lost control, dropped the bike. He refused to take a DUI test, and while questioning him, officers found 10 grams of cocaine in his shoes and his socks. He was arrested on six charges, possession of a controlled substance, reckless driving, driving under the influence, no motorcycle endorsement, DOI test refusal, and a suspended license. He had just become a council member in November. How much cocaine was in his Failed. Ten grams. Is that a lot? <laughs> that's a party. Yeah, that's enough. Well, does it help with, like, odor or anything? Is there something we don't know? Maybe, oh, but, maybe it's, the, like, the yeah, charcoal. that's what I would have said. It takes up the odor? It takes, come on. A Seattle woman returned home Friday evening to find that a man had broken in and was bathing in her bathtub fully clothed. Oh. The woman calls police around 7.15 from outside her home to report burglary after spotting a smash window and an unknown man inside. Responding officers announced their presence at the home, and they ordered the man to leave the house. Getting no response, officers searched the house, found the suspect in the bathroom. Police described the man as fully clothed but very wet. And, sa- and said that officers observed the bathtub was full of water. The 27-year-old suspect declined to explain any actions to the officers. The suspect booked him into the King County Jail for residential burglary. Guy just wanted to get clean, that's all. Hope he gets the max penalty. Failed. What that's is the that? weirdest thing. I don't know what the max penalty is. Have you ever had somebody just take a bath at your house? Just, you ever had no. somebody take a bath just... bath at my house? Yeah, it's the weirdest. I had a guy one time got... He was a band guy, played at the bar... Uh, that I used to work at in Edwardsville. And he was too drunk. And I was like, he could crash on my couch, man. He's too drunk to drive. He, like, lived in St. Louis and driven over there. And I was like, hey, man, don't drive home. Just crash on my couch or whatever. And I wake up, my bathroom floor's all wet. And I go in there, and this dude's <laughs> laying on the couch, and his hair's wet. And I go, hey, man, something happened in the bathroom? And he goes, oh, yeah, I woke up at, like, 8 a.m. and took a bath. And I was like, get out of my house. Oh, that's man. the weirdest. What do you thing? mean you took a bath? And he goes, yeah, I don't know, I wasn't feeling great, so I just took a bath. And I was like, Oh, did you light some candles? <laughs> you know, did you put some rose petals in did there? You read did, a you, book? did you? Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, There's something weird about taking a bath at someone else's house when there's a shower available. I get like wanting to get. Clean. I'm like, take a shower, whatever. And also, like, why is the floor all wet? What did you do in there? Yeah, I'd say. I say, I mean, we we were talking earlier about there's a certain level of friendship you get to when you're refrigerator friends. When you can have a friend that's comfortable enough in your house and you're comfortable enough with them. get in there. That maybe they, you know, check the fridge or, you know, get a glass of water. Sure. Bathtub friends, that's a new level, man. I just would never take a bath. I don't, I think baths are weird anyway. uh, It's not for me. I would rather take a shower. But, like, you got to... You can't take a bath at someone else's residence. You know what I mean? Baths are for your house, maybe vacation home, hotel situation. You get in there. You know, I could see hopping in the bath with with your significant other, lighting some candles and having a little sexy time or whatever. But as far as just like going to another person's house and being like, hey, man, you care if I grab a quick bath? Don't, yeah. don't ever come over to We're my house now again. all close, so can we all not, just say, let's be baths? I love you buddies. guys, man, oh, man, but if you wanted to take a bath at my house, I'd be like, I don't know. I mean, I'd let you, but God, it would make me look at you differently. <laughs> I don't think I've ever taken a bath at a friend's house. I think I'm, I think I'm fine with that. Here's the weirdest story of the weekend. A 35-year-old guy in Oregon got arrested after he left a dead fish outside the house from the movie The Goonies. Then he stole a boat 
and he had to be rescued by the Coast Guard. Was he a Fratelli? Not, he was not a Fratelli. <laughs> His name is Jericho Labonte. He's a Labonte. Well, He's Canadian. Cousin to the Fratellis. Mm -hmm. the last, uh, last Wednesday, he went to the Goonies house in Astoria, Oregon, which, by the way, just sold, I think, to like a new owner. There's a big deal about that being sold. Yep. Yes, this is the one that Sean Astin's character Mikey lived in. Security camera caught him leaving a dead fish on the porch for some reason. He also posted his own video of it on Facebook. And then eventually he came back to remove the fish. Cut to two days later. The Coast Guard was training nearby when they got a mayday call from a boat caught in rough seas. Helicopter shows up to the rescue in person, which I'm sure is not cheap. Uh, and it was the same guy. Turns out the boat was stolen. It's amazing he survived because there's crazy footage of him about to jump in the water when the huge wave capsizes the boat. The Coast Guard did manage to save him. They got him to a hospital where he was treated for mild hypothermia. They didn't know he stole the boat yet or that he was wanted for the weird fish thing, so they let him go. Once people saw photos from the rescue, cops connected the dots, track him down at a homeless shelter where he was staying under a fake name. He's, uh, he's facing charges of theft, criminal mischief, endangering another person, and for unauthorized use of a vehicle. Turns out he was also wanted in connection to several crimes in Canada. No word on why he did any of, uh, any of it. He talked about the Goonies on Facebook earlier in the week, and he quoted a few times in the fish video. <laughs> so he's a fan. But obviously uh, has some, you know, maybe some issues going on there. Clearly. And do you fail? <laughs> uh, New Jersey therapist used her client's credit cards to fund her addiction to psychic readings. 32-year-old Ashley Crooks, whoa, what a name, was charged with theft by deception and the unlawful use of credit cards after spending 40 grand in charges on psychic reading apps. She, wow. she voluntarily surrendered her license in April is now in pretrial intervention. Officials said that the programs would allow her to avoid criminal prosecution if she completed it successfully. Before giving up her license, she owned Counseling by the Sea, where she treated children, teens, and adults with mental health and substance abuse disorders. However, she developed her addiction once she started using the Sanctuary Ventures app to gain clarity. Initially, she, used, her, she used these credit cards on the app, but then she maxed them all out. These were her own cards. Then she started using her client's cards. She explained to investigators that she didn't know how many of the cards she used to fund the addiction. It just kept on going. Sanctuary Ventures conducted the investigation and said Crooks used about 30 different cards within two months. Wow. And then 20 of them were declined. She was using other people's fails. I thought she just ran her cards up. Oh, no. Then she started stealing them all from her clients. Wow. Did any of the psychics see that coming? That's what I want to yeah. ask. Did anyone be like, you are about to have some big financial problems yeah. because I would go back to that person if I were her. A Florida man was sentenced to nine years in prison after pleading guilty to defrauding more than 30 women uh, or more of more than $1.3 million by pretending to be a doctor on, on, uh, on online dating services. So 46-year-old Brian Brainerd Wedgworth who formed, um, who formerly lived in Tallahassee and in Centerpoint, Alabama, he used 10 different aliases as part of this big scheme. This a-hole made promises to the women to con them into sending him money, jewelry, watches, among other things, according to doc, uh, court documents. He pleaded guilty to 25 counts, including wire fraud, mail fraud, aggravated identity theft, money laundering. The case was investigated by the U.S. Postal Service and the Internal Revenue Service, and authorities say they are searching for any additional victims. Wow. Wait. Hold on. What's the... Whoa, failed. Did, what's the deal? How did he get... How did him being a doctor 
get one point some odd million dollars out of these people? What was he promising? I don't know. He was pretending to be a doctor on online dating services, and he schemed a whole lot of folks. Whole lot of folks. And finally, a pro-USA company called Lions Not Sheep was caught literally ripping the Made in China tags off of their merch and replacing ah, them ah, ah. and replacing them with fake Made in the USA tags. Ah. Wow. They now have to pay more than $200,000 in fines and notify their customers that they pulled the wool over their eyes. Yes. Oops. Fail. And those are your Friday fail stories. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. That's really funny, man. What's that? The, ripping the tags the, the off? The lion's not cheap. People yeah. were fleecing their customers who are wearing that stuff proudly. What do you say we do a little contest after the break? We, will, we are going to play Fake News or Florida. Hey, what's going on? This is Adam Sandler, and uh, I want to give a shout-out to uh, my Jew friend, uh, Rizzuto. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show, and uh, and, and uh, happy Hanukkah there, Riz. Shibby-doo. It's the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. Big stuff going on um, this weekend. Today, I will be out at the Moolah Shrine Circus for the uh, pre-show festivities. I'll be out from 4 to 6, giving, a, giving away a whole bunch of stuff, you know, with all the point swag, Riz Show swag. Uh, lots of fun stuff. It's all happening down at the Family Arena. The Moolah Shrine Circus is happening all weekend. They got a lot of shows. Uh, but come visit me. Come say hi. Energy up. I might have some extra tickets to things to 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 give away in case you don't win today. Uh, we are closing out spring break here, even though it's kind of rainy and nasty outside. I hope, yeah. Hope you've had a, a a great spring break. Maybe spend some time with the kids. Whatever you did. Maybe maybe you didn't take off work. Maybe you worked extra hard. This maybe. Week. <laughs> maybe. But I hope it was. Uh, I hope it was good. Uh, we do have tickets to give out, but I don't want to uh, forget about this. The March Music Mayhem, it is back. This year, we're out to determine the greatest Point Fest of all time. Celebrating 30 years of the Point in our signature show, Point Fest, which lineup will triumph as the best Point Fest in history? You decide. The matchups continue on air this week, courtesy of Amco Ranger and Swiss Air Heating and Cooling. Uh, you can see the updated bracket now, 1057thepoint.com. Uh, you can vote on the, um, the Point app as well. And we're going to have a matchup here in the 9 a.m. hour. And then uh, Donnie's still not feeling well today, but we are going to do some more matchups later in the day with Liv at 2, 3, and 4 o'clock. Check out those those matchups. The ones that we're doing today, though, matchup, it's round uh, uh, match 7, round 1. And we're doing Point Fest 7 <clears throat> from 1997. Yeah. That featured uh, Matchbox 20, Bloodhound Gang, L7, Soul Kiss, Stir, Social Distortion, the Offspring, Real Big Fish, Jeez. Jungle Dogs, yeah. AFI, even more. They are going up against Point Fest 33 from 2015 with Breaking Benjamin, Seether, Chevelle, The Used, Greek Fire, Meg Myers, Yellow Wolf, Young Guns, Shaman's Harvest, Highly Suspect, and more. So we'll pick a song from uh, one of those headliners. I think we'll probably do a Bloodhound Gang song from Point Fest 7 versus a Chevelle song from Point Fest 33. So if you want to weigh in on which songs those should be, just tweet us at R-I-Z-Z Show or email us at rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Uh, that'll be fun. That's all for a March Music Mayhem. And shout out to Web Guy Joe for throwing that together. He's done a great job. Here, have some free stuff. But now it is time to give out some freebies. And we're playing Fake News or Florida. Okay, Rafe, you're going to read, we're going to have Rafe read the uh, story. This is a story okay. that is either fake news or Florida. 
And uh, listeners on the line, you're going to tell us whether it's fake news or Florida. Two out of three get it right. Today's contest is sponsored by... Brought to you by T.R. Hughes. Half-acre new home sites in Winsville. Five-acre new home sites in St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com. Okay, let's go to the phones. Let's start with Elijah in St. Louis. Elijah, how are you today? Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Give me a second. Elijah, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Oh, wonderful. Okay, I connected it. Elijah, how you feeling? Good, good. You feeling uh, up to fake news or Florida? Uh, I hope so. This we'll is one see. of the harder ones. Okay, Rafe, give it to him. All right, Elijah. Welcome to Fake News of Florida. A Cape Coral man was found sitting on the roof of a family's home in his underwear and told police he had no idea how he got there. Uh, sounds pretty believable. I'm going to Florida. He says Florida. That is ah. fake news. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, you he's you, right. You read this. You read a different. I'm sorry. I, you know what? You are right. Oh, that's Florida. That's definitely Florida. That you are is correct. Florida. <laughs> I All read right. the wrong one. My mistake. You are correct, Sam. One for oh, one. One for one, Elijah. Here we go. Fake news of Florida. Police in Key West seized a cookie monster doll that contained 300 grams of cocaine. Uh, that seems pretty believable, too, but I'm going to go fake news. Oh, that's Florida. That's Florida. One for two. That was Florida. But you can bounce back here. It all comes down to this. All right, Elijah, here we go. A Palm Beach man was arrested after he was found with two boxes of election votes in the back seat of his car. Uh, let's go fake news again. Fake news. Congratulations, Ooh. Elijah. Elijah, great job. That nice is, job. Uh, this is This is a tough game, man. This is an extremely is. tough Good game. Good woo at the end, too. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, that was well done. Eric in St. Anne. Eric, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? It goes well. Let's play fake news or Florida. All right. I got to win this one. All right, Eric. Listen closely. Good luck. A Hollywood chef was charged with indecent exposure after driving pantsless to pick up his wife from a bar. I'm going to go real. That is fake news. Sounds real. Sounds oh, real. <laughs> he's, that was a visceral reaction. <laughs> so upset with himself. I That's like right. it. That's what I like. I like that kind of buy-in. All right, Bounce Eric, here back. we go. We're going to go two for two here. You got this, buddy. A Pensacola man became an internet celebrity after his giant neck made him the subject of a million jokes on social media. I'm going to say Florida. Oh, that's Florida. Well done. Here you go. You can get it here. I believe in you. Let's bring it home. All right, come on. All right, Eric. Fake news of Florida. A woman named Crystal Methvin was arrested for possession of, you guessed it, Crystal Meth. I'm going to say Florida. Is it Florida? You oh, are that's correct, Florida. Florida. Yeah. Well done, Eric. I'm going to put you on hold. Good job, man. Came back. Yeah, he's came back I, from the I hole, really baby. Rooting for him. He was stressed out there after the, the I like initial people miss. That care that much. He want those tickets. Good Oli for him. Olivia in House Spring. How you doing, Olivia? Hi. Hi. Fake news or Florida? All right, Olivia. Are you uh, ready? Yes. Here we go. A West Palm Beach man caught a 17-foot, 120-pound python with his bare hands after seeing it on the side of the road. Uh, Florida? Oh, that's Florida. Well done. Well done. That's so Florida. All right. Number two, here it comes. 
A Broward County man found a tiger, excuse me, a Broward County man brought a tiger into a grocery store and later told police it's his therapy animal. Uh, fake news. Two for two. She two for took no two. prisoners. Okay, hang on, Olivia. Good job, Olivia. Wow. Okay, maybe maybe this isn't as hard as I thought it was. Well, Brittany in St. Louis, how you doing, Brittany? Oh, good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Show show us what you got with fake news or Florida. All right, Brittany, are you ready? Oh yeah. I believe in you. A Key West woman has a Key West woman was busted for drunk driving a boat with three kids on board. Hmm. I would say that would be believable, but I would say fake. Fake news. They would never pull her over for that in Key West. You are absolutely correct. (laughs) Everybody's catching on now. All right, here we go. Can you go two for two? A naked man started a house fire while baking cookies on his George Foreman grill. Um, Let's see. Uh, Florida. Oh, that's Florida. Yet another winner. Hold on, Brittany. Wow. A Every- naked man. <laughs> I remember that story. Such That's- a specific thing. <laughs> that was First just of co- all, with the grease coming off of George Foreman grill, any man that would cook naked with that running down right at waist level, congratulations, The, the chocolate's going to come down. The chocolate's going to come down. Abby in St. Louis, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Let's do it, Abby. All right, Abby. Good luck. Here we go. A security guard was fired after uploading videos of his farts to Instagram. <laughs> Fake. Oh, that's Florida. Uh, that's pretty Florida. It's pretty Missouri, honestly. I can see that happening. Honestly, I think it's pretty global. I got, yeah, I got friends. In All right, here comes the comeback. We can do this. Ready? A Parkland man removed a nine-foot alligator from his pool using only his bare hands. Fake. Oh, that's <laughs> Florida. Oh. oh, is that too wrong? That's two. Oh, goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye, Abby. Sorry. Sorry, Abby. Are we we still have another pair. Do we have more tickets? Scott? He's not waving me off. So Angel. Angel and O'Fallon. Yes. What's up, Angel? Okay, let's play fake news or Florida. Yes, sir. All right, Angel. Good luck. Thank you. A Tampa Bay stripper was charged with aggravated assault after she passed gas on a customer who refused to pay for a lap dance. Um, Florida. Fake news. Fake news. That felt really Florida in your defense. That that felt real. That felt real. (laughs) It did, definitely. I bounce back here. Here we go. A Pinellas Park man was arrested for making love to a stuffed Olaf toy inside of a Target. No! Florida. Very Florida. Let's see. Uh, Which one was that? The Target one? Uh, It is very Florida. Very Florida. Got to find the button. Oh, that's Florida. There you are. There you are. (laughs) On the board. On the board. Let's get it. Do you want to stuff a snowman? (laughs) All right. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) All right, here we go. Bring it home. A Port St. Lucie woman was arrested for shoplifting at Walmart after putting a 12-pack of Coors Lights in her 5-year-old daughter's Barbie backpack. Oh, Florida. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. Darn. 
Is that out? Is she out? She's out. She's out. Sorry, She did Angel. great, though. You know what? Let's do one last caller. Don. Don and Fenton. How you doing, Don? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, good morning. Let's do fake news of Florida. You're last. All right. All right, Don. Bring it home, brother. A Bradenton man was arrested for attacking a mechanic with a golf club because he was fixing his car too slowly. Uh, let's go with uh, Florida. Oh, that's Florida. On the board. Yeah. Take it home. Take it home. Take it home. Two for two. Don't even, no drama. Two middle school right. girls were arrested for plotting to kill their classmates in the bathroom and drink their blood. Oh, that's fake news. Oh, that's Florida. Damn. Yeah, that one that one oh, felt that one felt fifty fifty. That felt fake. <laughs> it did feel fake. All right. This could be a toughie. Comes down to this. A Tampa cop was busted for DUI in his own police car. Florida. Oh man. Don. Sorry, Don. I'm sorry, Don. Oh, we're just we're just gonna end it there. This is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. It's the Riz Show, presented by the Fast Lane. The Michelob Ultra Studio Cams are live on YouTube. Go ahead and tune in. Uh, Riz is back from Mexico here in the next couple days, so he will be back on Monday. But a huge appreciation for everybody that's, that's reached out with the positive feedback while, uh, while I've been captaining the ship, King Scott to my left, Rafe across the uh, across the street here, across the table. Yo yo! Uh, huge thank you to Live and uh, Learn and Mike and Anthony Stalter for helping us out this week as well. Fill in. Uh, it's not easy to just jump over here and then also you know different personalities. We're all we're all kind of finding our way uh, in different ways, but it's been a ton of fun, uh, a real ton of fun this this week. And I just want to say thank you personally from myself and, and from King Scott for all the the warm the warm feedback that we've been getting yeah, on the great feedback. the feedback button on the uh, the instant feedback button on the the mobile app Riz show at 1057thepoint.com and of course on our socials at rizz show and i was going to say you've made this seem very natural and easy I'm really impressed with how you've orchestrated everything oh, you've done thanks. a great job thanks man i really appreciate you scott yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I got a couple of news extras, actually. Uh, we were we were talking about traveling earlier because, you know, Rafe, you just got back from L.A. Oh, yeah. By the way, L.A. is, uh, they, they've been swamped recently with, with all the rain. Very rainy while I was there. We had a story yesterday about Dick Van Dyke getting in a car accident saying that he's, you know, he was driving in the rain and lost control of his car in the rain. Uh, they said they were, they were worried about a concussion. He was bleeding from his face a little bit. Probably something that's not a big, you know, a big deal for us, but the guy's like 93. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, L.A. does not take – listen, we don't do all that well with the rain here, and yeah. we're used to it. Well, I well, it felt very St. Louis while I was there. Yeah, and People I feel lose their mind. feel uh, very fortunate for my sister-in-laws. They just flew in from L.A. to hang out this weekend, and they're going to have this. Yeah. So they're it's just experiencing beautiful. it everywhere. It's great. Yeah. Well, people in L.A. were freaking out about this tornado. Did you see this? It's going all over on no. social media. Oh, dude, it's going – listen to this. Tornado? I just missed it. The roof flew off. Oh, oh the other roof flew off. The roof is flying off. Sheesh. The roof flew off. Look at the trash can. This is a tornado, bro. Real tornado right here. Yeah, I don't know if it was the same tornado or multiple tornadoes, but I was seeing all sorts of social media stuff with these uh, with these stories talking about this tornado in Los Angeles. That's pretty, rare. Pretty East wild. L.A. Uh, you got any weird, um, I don't know, hang-ups or anything with public places, with the hotels, with the bathrooms when you're when you're traveling? You know, a home 
home bowl advantage, your bathroom, your bathroom is one thing. Your bathroom habits. Sure. What you touch, what you don't. Um, you got any weird weird habits as far as bathroom? Etiquette? Being on the road? Yeah, yeah. Nah, not really. You just you get old enough, you just have to get over it. Yeah, it doesn't make them any less gross, though. Yeah. There's a few tricks, a few tricks. Some people have asked about different tactics for avoiding germs in public restrooms, and we've all talked about these. Uh, but I have the top five of the most common uh, tactics to use for just being a little bit more germ conscious, if you will. Using a paper towel to open doors and turn faucets, 62% say they do it sometimes. I do that every time. You have to do it every time. Every time, especially here. I don't know what it is about these bathrooms because these bathrooms are super clean. Hale Hubbard, they do a great job. But I just feel like... At least got to do it after. Yeah, for sure. You I'll know, pop them on and wash and then grab the towel and then turn them off with the towel. Like you know, post-wash, you have to do it. It's so funny because I traveled forever and ever doing all the touring and all that, and I never really thought about it, except for the hotels. I always did the uh, the ice bag over the remote because I didn't want to touch the remote. Oh. But I never got really concerned about work bathrooms or, or bathrooms here until we were working, until I was working in radio. started 11 years ago. Really? Yeah, and it wasn't so much here because this was the old company, right? So at the old company, though, um, man, I don't know. I just... I started just feeling like I was kind of skeeved out. And you know why? I, this was po this was pre-COVID. And in radio, everybody's so afraid of everybody taking their jobs that they'll come in feverish. And I would come in feverish. I was coming in sick all the time because if I was out, I was leaving Riz out to dry. There's so many things that needed to be done that if, if it's a last-minute audible as far as calling in sick, this is not a comfortable place to call in sick. Right. Hubbard makes it far easier, and clearly it's easier uh, post-COVID because if— if you're feverish, nobody wants to be near you. Sure. But back then... I got like 103 right now, as I bet. Oh, great. Okay, cool. Well, now try the one-chip challenge. We'll see how you... Maybe it'll take your fever away. Uh, by the way, you've been thinking about that? We, we challenged Rafe earlier with the one-chip challenge because I found one I've been one thinking about it. My cousin texted me, listens to the show, and he's like, eat the chip, legends never die. And I'm like, that's easy for you to say, pal. Good advice. You can do it, man. I'm telling you, don't do the, the Choco Challenge. You know what? You're trying to sell me on this based on another challenge that's worse. It's worse. Yeah, I'm doing that tactic. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not the Choco Challenge, so, you know. Well, that's true. And everybody on the show has done it. I think it's it's a, it's a not a part of an initiation. I'm not going to press you into nothing. But if you want to try the chip, we have a chip for you. Number two is flushing the toilet with your foot. 43% they say they do that anytime they're outside of their own bathroom. We, mm. I had a buddy... Why I changed, stopped doing that, and I just use the, you know, get toilet paper and you use that to, for the handle. Yeah. As my buddy said that, you know, there's some folks who uh, aren't able to use their legs and all that kind of stuff, so they're going to be using their hands. And if you're walking in the bathroom and then you're doing that, it's just adding to the terribleness of that sure. flusher. And you have to touch your shoes later, so yeah. what's the... You guys use those paper ass gaskets? Where, you, uh, where do you stand on those? I used to. I have. Uh, do they really do anything? It's so hard. It's like they're... Uh, all the studies talk about, like, if it's a bathroom that's cleaned regularly, this, the bathroom, the toilet seat is, is less dirty than the, half of the other things that you're, yeah. you're yeah. touching. I used to do it with the uh, strips of toilet paper. I would make my own gasket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then we find that it attracts more germs than... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, nothing is, nothing is germ-free. Uh, hovering over the toilet seat, 31% say that they do that all the time. Opening and closing the door with your butt. With your butt? Just well, do it like with a paper towel. Well, if it's a push, you know, like some of those bathrooms at a gas station, you just can slide in there. So if you don't want to yeah. grab a paper towel, you just use your hip. The other one is King Scott likes to use his bare ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just clenches on with his cheeks and opens the door handle. I've always said, I tried to tell him it's 
probably more germs. It's not okay. But he but keeps doing it. Aren't so. you impressed when I opened the door that yeah, way? Yeah, I, I was. Like, you got on your tiptoes and you clenched really hard yeah. and you just swung it open yeah. with one little crash of your hips. And it was very, I mean, it was it was impressive, man. I did I just, that on the studio door here. I know. I noticed earlier I wasn't going to say anything, but. 20% of people say they use their elbow to start the hand dryer. But the hand dryer, we've already learned, is just blowing germs everywhere. So if you're yeah. so concerned. Yeah, grow your hair out and use that to dry. Do do your research. Uh, how about this? Uh, it's the weekend. Maybe you're out and about shopping. Maybe you're doing a lot of stuff. I have, uh, you know, thrift stores. They're, they're great, especially if you're there before everything's been picked over. So if you want to know the best time to shop, somebody has looked into it, and they have the results. My family, we love doing the thrift shops. We, we love the antique shops. My daughter's really into the antique shopping uh, right now, and she's not even into anything in particular. I think she just likes the, the vibe of it, especially the big ones. Well, the best days to go are Mondays and Tuesdays. All stores are different, but that's generally true. A lot of donations come in on Saturdays and Sundays, so then they restock the floor after the weekend. Early in the, earlier in the week, that's when a lot of their new stuff goes out. Early in the day is even better. So Monday and Tuesday mornings, absolutely the best. That way, you're the one who gets to pick through everything first. Shop right after major holidays. Donations increase when people have extra days off, so you'll have more stuff to choose from. Boy, oh boy, is that true. Scott, you lived with us. You know how it works. When somebody, when, when, the, when Christmas happens and somebody brings over, the, you know, you always have that relative that brings over bags and bags of gifts for the, yeah. for the kids. It's just too much. So it's one in, one out. That's our policy. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, you got new toys. Now find something to donate. So after Christmas, we are. That is it. We're making many runs. Well, naturally, spring is the best time of the year to shop. So this is this is a good time. Once people start their spring cleaning, donations go through the roof. Spring starts this week, obviously. Happened oh. on my birthday, back on Monday. Hey, uh, so, happy birthday. So we're in the sweet spot. So think about that for the weekend. Maybe maybe even start your spring cleaning and don't forget to uh, to donate uh, to the places around you. And uh, maybe you can spend the weekend looking for a new job. What would you do if you saw your job posted online for thirty grand more? A 25-year-old woman in New York noticed that her company posted a job listing for the same job that she does, a tech writer. They advertised pay was a lot more than she was making. It was $32,000 to $90,000 more than she was getting paid. To make things worse, she had been carrying or she had been trying to get a salary bump for months and months and no luck. So she applied for the new gig. She tweeted about it, and it went viral. The company responded by taking the listing down and then reposting it as a separate job. Then they claimed it was an internal posting and wasn't meant for anybody to apply externally. And then they floated talk about possible layoffs at the company. It's unclear what madness was going on behind the scenes, but the woman says that she hasn't been contacted about her application for the new higher-paying job that is her old lower-paying job. Uh, she actually actually expects to be fired for drawing attention to the fiasco. Sounds like she's going to be fine, though. She's using this unexpected attention to promote a book of poetry that she put out last year, and now it's selling like crazy. People are sending her job offers as well and listings. She is actively pursuing them because she's well-qualified. Uh, but this has been happening all uh, last week, so she's still at that same company. We will see what happens uh, from there. Uh, and get this. How many emails have you had in your life? Not email sent in. How many email addresses have, oh, you, have you held? Way too many. Not many. Not many like five? Not many like 25? Less what, what do you than think? five. This number seems crazy high. Over the course of your entire life, how many different email addresses do you think you will use? Would you say it would be more than 50? And we're talking lifetime. You're on pace for what, 10? 
Maybe. I'm going to try and ride this Gmail thing out to the bitter end, dude. How about you, Scott? Yeah. And do business emails count? Yeah, I think, have, oh I think that counts. Oh my! I think that counts. It yeah, has. I'm, probably, I'm I'm priority at fifty. It has to count in yeah. this. In this, listen to this. Companies I've worked for, this and that. This study found that the average person, the answer is 126. That seems high, but think back on how many you've already had. This includes the very first email that you ever came up with. You have to include that. Uh, so the one that you replaced it with, then having your birth year in there wasn't professional enough, so yeah. you changed that, and then maybe you were thinking about starting a company, so you start. You know, you had that one. And then back in the day, every company would give you like SBC Global. They yeah, oh yeah. This, you get all the charter and yada yada. yada. Emails you may have Apple. had for school. You got, a, you got an Apple cl- iCloud. Yep, kids all have uh, school emails now. Android, College S-I-U-E. emails. S-I-U-E. Yep. Yeah. If you want anything on Google, you have to have a Gmail account, even if you never use it, even if it's just for sign-ins. Yeah. If you've ever had a um, what is it, an Android phone, doesn't that require you to have a Gmail account as well? Yeah. So think about all the. I bet we- it's more than five now that we're sitting here talking about it. Yeah, the website. It's not a lot though. Website domains you bought, the jobs you've ever had, any side hustles, small businesses. So when you include all those, 126 may not seem so crazy. All right, let's get into some news. Gonna do some news. Your news sponsored by Martin Jetco Heating and Air Conditioning. More reliable than your news source. Local story here: A North St. Louis County 10-year-old is receiving praise after doctors say he helped saved his grandmother's life during an overnight diabetic episode. Keon White, fourth-grade kiddo, was uh, spending the night at his grandmother's house this week when he woke up uh, to a bloody nose. After returning from the bathroom, White said his grandmother had gotten up to change his little brother's diaper when she appeared disoriented. Um, White said his grandmother then slid off the bed and partially onto the floor. He turned on the lights, tried to figure out what was wrong. White said his grandmother and parents always told him to call 911 if there was an emergency. But because he was staying with his grandmother, he didn't know the address to give dispatchers. Quote, they stayed on the phone with me and asked me questions about how she was. Then I went downstairs to let them in. Central County 911 dispatch fielded the call. Christian Hospital EMS responded immediately. Doctors told her that she suffered from a hypoglycemia crisis. Mm. After two days in the hospital recovering, Robinson said she is happy to be alive. I'm so proud of him. Quote, because if he hadn't been there, she's, um, I hate to think what would have happened. Wow. Uh, one of her nurses said that uh, the kiddo's ability to quickly call 911 likely saved the life of her grandmother, of his grandmother, uh, who, who, have, who could have entered into a diabetic coma had she not Golly. received immediate help. So uh, somebody just got a That's, raise in their allowance. Yes, you know what say, I'm saying? Remind her at Christmas time what happened. Uh, the St. Louis uh, County Council is considering some revisions to its, quote, clean air code. That would prevent people from smoking marijuana at county parks. Yep. St. Louis County Executive Sam Page announced Wednesday that the county council is expected to hold a special meeting in the upcoming weeks to discuss changes over the clean air code. Changes would potentially ban smoking marijuana, but not edibles, at many outdoor facilities of county-run parks such as shelters, playgrounds, the ball fields, uh, the trails. Right now, St. Louis County Ordinance's clean air code only bans smoking tobacco at such locations. Doesn't address cannabis smoke at all right now. Mm. If the amended code restricts, um, uh, if the if, if it goes through, it restricts smoking marijuana in parks. Page says offenders will most likely be given a warning of the new code and asked to put it out. 
Wow. So it's, you know, it's not something that they're going to chase you down for necessarily this right now. This is probably a tough blow to the Frisbee golf community, I would oh, imagine. Oh, yeah. Disc golf. Let's get it right. Disc golf. Have community. some respect. Apologies. Have some respect, man. I got a couple discs in my car. Yeah, we do too. And you know, I never realized that there are so many different ones. There's like a putter. There's a driver. Yeah, there's... it's crazy. So you play? I went to. I do play, and I. Uh, a friend of mine. I didn't realize that there's like tournaments in Nashville and places like that where they like play for like 25k, and they have like a bag. My buddy had a bag with like a kick. Had like thirty discs, forty discs in it. Like wow. they take it serious. People yeah, that do it putter, for real. Yeah, I have like four discs. You know, I have. Like I've got I, like a. I probably have fifteen or so. Well, if it's on county ground, we got to play, man. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Jefferson Barracks. That's a park, right? Yeah. Sure. There's a lot of parks that have uh, frisbee. Excuse me, disc golf courses. Thank you. And I feel like there's a big crossover in that community with just wanting to like uh, take a couple tokes, you know, mm-hmm. at the tee box. What have you? Well, you got a minute, I guess. The changes are being considered as St. Louis County poses a ballot question next month that could require a 3% sales tax on cannabis purchases countywide. Hmm. Uh, we're pretty used to those tornadoes. Remember I was I was telling you about the, the one in L.A.? This touched down in suburban L.A. on Wednesday. They're so rare in the area that people actually went outside to film it. They had no idea what it was or what to do. Uh, some people knew that it was a tornado because they had— you know, heard about those in the news or maybe lived in the Midwest or something. But a lot of people were just thinking that, whoa, this is cool. Sky's doing something neat. I'm going to go out there and film it. And they filmed the tornado touchdown. That's great. Uh, get this. Five kids were rescued from a sewer in Staten Island after they crawled into a tunnel and got lost. You ever done this? You ever been in one of those big old tunnels you yeah, can walk that's down? A, that's a crappy place to hide. Oh, boy. You ever done that, Rafe, as a kid? What kind of tunnel? We're talking about those those big sewer tunnels that that like empty. Culverts? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, they they empty into a creek. You ever played in a creek? We had a creek right next to. Oh the house. yeah, yeah, dude. I hid in one for an entire day after I I threw a brick during a. Uh, oh boy. Uh, backyard uh, wiffle ball game and it went and it was an honest mistake as a kid. You know when you're playing like we we're using like a brick for second base and then there was like another brick. And I was trying to throw it off of the empty lot we were playing in, and I put it under my chin like a shot put, and I hit this kid's uh, above ground pool like right. The brick hit, dude. It was like a movie. Like it hit, and I watched all of the bolts slowly blow out. It hit like right where it was bracketed, like where this <gasps> above ground pool was bracketed, and you could see like <laughs> like all the all the bolts start like popping off, and the pool laid open. And I swear, I know this is my imagination, but I swear to God, for a minute, the water, like, stayed in its cylindrical form. You know, just for, like, a millisecond. It was like the pool (laughs) opened, and I could see the water, like, stay in its, like, cylindrical form before it rushed out, and the kids started crying. I thought I was going to get in big trouble, and I went and and hid in a storm drain because I thought my grandpa and my dad were going to kill me. Uh, Well, these these kids. So, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play the 911 call from these kids uh, leading to their rescue. They got stuck in one of these things. Check this out. What's the address of Sun Island? We don't know. You don't know. We're stuck in the sewer. Once you stuck went down, was the sewer left, right, straight? Where was it? I need you to guide me. Right. On to the right side. How long did you walk for? We walked a lot. Call for help, guys. They, they hear you. Call for help. <laughs> Box 391, we have all five children removed from the sewer. 
That's the fear. Wow. That's the fear. We had one that went right in. I mean, it was perfect size for us. All of us could just walk right in. We, we used to ride our bikes in the thing. And we went super far. And, of course, you get so far and you go, wait a second. We got to come back here with a flashlight. And then you go far enough with a flashlight. And then you start having lefts oh, yeah. and rights. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ooh, where do we go? And, you know, you tell yourself, we're going to draw a map and know how to get out of here. But then you get far enough and everybody... Everybody chickens out, and you get out of there because you don't want to be these kids calling 911. Now, yeah. at least they had a cell phone back when we were doing it. We didn't have anything. Maybe walkie-talkies. And at least theirs was big enough to stand in, and we were dumb enough to crawl into them. You know, the ones that are basically big enough to get your shoulders in and just to see how it feels to go through it, and it's yeah. so stupid. If anybody listening has, has had one of those experiences when you were a kid, let us know. At R-I-Z-Z Show, you can email us, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. But let's get into the March Music Mayhem. It is past 9 a.m., so... The, uh, the 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 lineup today is the matchup is Point Fest 7. Dude, can I just make a comment on Point Fest 7? Jungle Dogs. Jungle Dogs. Yep. Uh, Mike Ward was a member of the Jungle Dogs and was my, my school could only, he was my band teacher when I was in. No kidding. Fir- first, second grade because of, I went to a small public school that we didn't have a full-time band person, so they would just have like a guy in the local band come in. Very and cool. teach music. He was like the music teacher, uh, and he taught everybody went in at once at my school. It was like every class. If you're interested in music, it was like kindergarten through fifth for like music theory and stuff like that. And I remember he broke a Dr. Pepper, Pepper bottle one day, and he told <laughs> no one to touch it. And, of course, I was a kid in the front row. First thing I did, touched it, grabbed a piece of glass, and then he, like, got mad at me. But he was a cool guy. Overall, he was a cool cat. You could tell he was like, huh, you know— you, you didn't know it then. You could just tell he was hungover. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you could just tell the guy, like, looking back on it now from adult eyes, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy was probably doing gigs till, like, 4 in the morning, partying, coming in, red-eyed, teaching a bunch of little kids uh, how to play the recorder, which is hilarious. Jungle Dogs, Red 5, Bloodhound Gang, L7, Matchbox 20, Soul Kiss, Stir, Social Distortion. That's all Point Fest 7 from 97. And they're going up against uh, Point Fest 33 with Breaking Ben, Seether, Chevelle, The Used, Creek Fire, Meg Myers, Yellow Wolf, Young Guns, Shaman's Harvest, Highly Suspect, and more. We'll put them together. It's all because of March Music Mayhem, thanks to uh, uh, courtesy of Amco Ranger and Swiss Air Heating and Cooling. Why don't we jam one from Point Fest 7? One of the headliners is Bloodhound Gang, The Bad Touch. Make your votes now, 1057thepoint.com. Fill out those brackets. <laughs> what re-intro music to come out of that song? <laughs> It's the Rich Show presented by the Fast Lane. Uh, Chevelle, the Red, going up against uh, Point Fest 7. So they are representing Point Fest 33 from 2015. Make sure you're voting now, filling out those brackets for March Music Mayhem. Uh, again, a huge shout-out to, uh, to to Web Guy Joe. Uh, but what a cool thing, man, trying to find out exactly what the best Point Fest is of all of them. He's, I think he's got 39-plus up there. Super cool. That's a cool 30, idea, man. Yeah, 30 years of Point Fest. Uh, super, super cool idea. Uh, let's do some food news, though. Has I, anybody been to all of them? Is there anyone out there? Oh, Is there sure. a fan? Oh, Tweet man. at me or DM me or something. And I'm curious if anyone's been to every Point Fest. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a good one. We'll do sports here. We do have a douchebag of the day, but first. Food news. You can tell 90s uh, nostalgia is in full swing when fruit roll-ups are in the news again. Yeah. People have been posting different ways to eat them, mainly keeping them in the freezer so they're crunchy. Or wrapping them around of uh, a hunk of ice cream. Here's the dumb part: the company had to post its own video this week telling people not to eat the plastic. <laughs> if you hadn't had one in a while, each roll-up has that thin sheet of plastic stuck to it. And if you want to eat one frozen, 
Uh, you have to unroll the candy, pull the plastic off, roll it back up again, and then freeze it. Nice. Most people, this is fairly intuitive. Uh, but some TikToker posted a video this week where it looked like she opened one and ate the whole thing, plastic and all. <laughs> so people are making fun of her, and, and that's, you know, whatever. But then she posted some follow-up videos claiming that, no, 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 these aren't plastic. This is edible. So people think that she got a defective box or something. Others think that she's just lying to go viral and staging the whole thing. That sounds right. Either way... The rumor was around that the plastic is edible. So somebody at Fruit Roll-Ups had a post-video response. She said, legal wanted her to clarify that you cannot eat the plastic. She then took a bite of one, and you can clearly see there is is plastic on hers. All the comments Ugh. about how silly it is, uh, you know, people are just losing their mind about how, how, how dumb people are or silly they are eating the plastic off these things. That's a commercial that, do you ever have a commercial from your childhood that just is stuck in your brain forever? A commercial? Yeah. There was one used to come on during, like, cartoons in the afternoon, like G.I. Joe, He-Man, Transformers, and it was a bunch of monkeys on a bus, and the baboon was the bus driver, and it was a Fruit Roll-Ups commercial, and the song was, I love my Fruit Roll-Ups, they make my fingers flip, cha-cha-cha-cha-cha, real fruit and fun, roll up in one, and I could do the whole, I swear to, it's just like, it was just a bunch of chimpanzees dressed as kids on a school bus, and that, if... Gun to my head, they're like one commercial. You got to know it word for word, like that. I'm going all day. No one else ever remembers this commercial. I don't remember that. I remember the uh, six feet of bubble tape for you. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that was that was a good one. The other one uh, that I how many does it take? The other one I remember is uh, the games. Remember, we were always being sold cereals, treats, yeah. or games, and it was the Crossfire. Oh, dude, oh, I made a sketch about that. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I wanted that so bad. Dude, I made a sketch about the guy pitching that commercial. It's lost somewhere. I was like, the guy, here's what it is. It's a barren wasteland. Two kids battle to the death. The loser spins off into eternity. Because, like, they made that commercial. It was very, like, Mad Max. The kid that lost, yeah. like, goes, oh, oh like, crossfire. He spins off into purgatory. <laughs> crossfire. It's so ridiculous. In the sketch, yeah, I had, like, a guy with me who comes in with a guitar. Yeah, I've had I've had strange dreams where that is the, uh, the song in the background. So oh, wow. Somehow. Uh, powdered beer is now something that exists. Anybody going to try this? No. Uh, a German brewery, it's been around, uh, been around since the 1500s, came up with this thing. It works the same way as instant coffee. You mix it in with water and stir. Apparently, Ooh. not the first time somebody's made powdered beer, but this will be carbonated, and that's a first. They claim it looks and tastes just like regular beer, which is hard to believe. The current version is non-alcoholic, so if somebody put it in front of me, I'd go for it. Just to say that so, I tried it, I, I, I'm curious. How does it... You said it gets carbonated. How does that happen without any Man, I don't fancy know. Bubbles? I don't know how science works. They say the oh. boozy version is going to be available in the next few months. They're going to start selling it globally. It's something you could buy for yourself or bars. Might mix in with water to save money. So, you know, you got those donut shops that, like, do everything sh fresh, and then you got some that are just doing the bag donuts. This is like a bag bar. Bag yeah. beer bar. Well, it's matter of time before people are snorting lines of it on TikTok. I'm oh just going to let you know goodness. straight up. Never thought about that. Yeah, it's a guaranteed. Yeah. As long, long as there's not plastic. There's going to be warnings for that because the carbonation, I'm sure that's going to be. Yeah. Oh. Not that it's healthy anyway. but uh, So why even do this? Their answer is the environment. It's cheaper and easier to transport, so there's way, way uh, less of a uh, carbon footprint. It's part of a string of weird beers that they've been working on. For example, they also have a bath beer in the works. That's specifically made for you to bathe in. 
I know some people that smell like they've been bathing in beer. I don't think you want to bathe in that. No, there's a photo and a video of it being made. We'll put it up on the blog. The other other, um, practical use of this I can see is like camping. If you're going camping, you're trying to really reduce what you're taking as far as weight goes. But you need to have a drink, yeah. Right? I mean, I guess you're bringing water anyway. Maybe you're using one of those uh, filters. You take it from the river, and then you make your beer. That's, or maybe the alcohol. Oh, there's no alcohol in this, so I guess it can't kill all the bad stuff. There's no alcohol right now. They're going to put that in uh, later. There are nearly 6,000 Wendy's locations in more than 2,600 cities. we got a bunch of them around here, including every state. And if you have a craving for Wendy's famous chili, anybody big fan of Wendy's chili? Heck I like yeah. it. You can probably make that happen. But now there's another way. Wendy's is releasing single-serve cans of chili in grocery stores nationwide. There's no official release date yet, but the word is that Kroger stores and a few markets are already stocking it. There are not a lot of details, but we're assuming that they'll use the classic Wendy's recipe, even though the canned chili won't be coming from Wendy's. Instead, it's being made by a packaged food producer. Sounds great. For what it's worth, the chili at Wendy's is made from leftover hamburger meat. And on a related note, Red Lobster is launching the first ever line of frozen entrees, which are also headed to grocery stores nationwide. The options include Cheddar Bay Biscuit Shrimp. Anybody a fan of that? Wowie, wowie. Yeah, that's a tasty little treat. I am. A company set out to determine the most popular cuisines in the world. And to do it, they looked at engagement on social media platforms like TikTok, Instagram, Reddit, all worldwide. Then they assessed whether the interactions were positive or or negative, and you might be surprised at the results. What do you think came out as number one, the number one style of cuisine? It's not Italian. Greek. Or Mediterranean, sorry. Nope. Uh, Chinese. Mexican. Nope, Mexican was third. Italian was second. Where's American at? First was Korean. Korean came out on top as number one, the number one cuisine, followed by Italian, then Mexican, then Japanese, then Indian, then Chinese, then Thai, then Vietnamese, then Filipino, then Turkish. The English foods didn't make it in there, huh? No. That's weird. It's unclear. There's a a lot of Korean fusion stuff going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. It is good. The the Bulgogi. What? Mm. Bulgogi. Is that what it's called? Can you play that clip? Oh, yeah. I know what you're saying. (laughs) Can you play that clip? We had, um, I had one of those sad experiences where uh, I got really sick and uh, it had nothing to do with the restaurant that we were at, but it just ruined the last thing that I ate for me. Yeah, I have a couple of those. This was... Um, Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah, this wasn't... this was Well, this wasn't food poisoning. I got sick. I got this gnarly flu. Uh, it almost killed me. It was in Australia. Uh, Scott and I had just landed in Australia. We had done uh, 30 hours of flying. We had gone from Florida to the uh, uh, northeast of the United States, across the country to L.A., then to the east coast of Australia, then to the west coast of Australia. So when we landed, of we landed in Brisbane or Sydney and then had to go to Perth. First thing we did is we went to a Korean barbecue, some of the best food I've had. My bottle of wine later, it was about a bottle. Bottle, bottle, a bottle of wine, each of us. And I was feeling like, oh, man, I, I drank too much wine. Ate too much food, drank too much wine. The traveling, the whole mix, it just brought my immune system down where I caught this flu where when I was in the hospital, I had 105 fever, and they thought that I had the bird flu. This is when the bird flu was going around. Mm. It was gnarly. But I had to steer clear of Korean barbecue for years after that because yep. it just it just did one of those numbers on my... And that same meal, I guess, made my nose swell up. Remember that? It had the red nose. Oh, yeah. we, we a were swollen a, nose in Australia. It looked we really were, cool. We were a mess. He looked like a clown for, for quite some time. Are you sure you guys didn't get poisoned at this place? No, it, sounds... yeah. <laughs> no it, was, it was quite the tour. 
Uh, let's do some sports. It's time for a Rizzuto Show sports update. Powered by Victory Men's Health. Raise your game. Visit VictoryMensHealth.com. Good news. The Blues, they won last night 4-3 to three against the Red Wings. And uh, I guess uh, the Blues have been so impressive this year with their record that Canada wants to bring up Doug Armstrong as their general manager for the upcoming Men's World Hockey Championship oh, really? in Finland and Latvia. So the Bl- the Blues GM is now the uh, Canadian national team's GM? Yeah, and he gets to go to Finland and Latvia. And so if he needs an assistant, let me know. I'll go up there with you. You know, I'm, I'm going to sound stupid to uh, hockey fans or sports fans, um, and that's fine. I didn't even really think about a general manager. You know, you think about yeah. the head coaches, you think about the players. I, I didn't I, know they did all that. I never really thought about that part of the sport. No. Well, that's cool. Congratulations to Army. Yeah, I wish he was uh, busy with playoff stuff, but I guess he'll be getting oh, to enjoy you that. Think that. you think that plays a role? It has to, right? Oh, they're, they're picking guys that are a little bit less busy? Like, Maybe, because his assistant is the Detroit Red Wings GM. So. And they're also garbage, right? Yep. They're not, not, that, not that we're garbage, yeah, yeah, but we're just, just not making playoffs. Yeah, they're winning records less than they're losing records. Interesting. So, so great. Well, good yeah. news for him. Yeah, and uh, also some more good news. We got... Uh, congratulations to Brad Thompson, our neighbor down the hallway. Oh, Brad Thompson. Love Brad Thompson. Because back in the early winter, he decided to take a step back a little bit from his position over there at the fast lane. And so he could be at home with his family and have more TV time. And he's going to have a lot more TV time. <laughs> a lot more. Not yeah. not sitting in front of the TV. Oh, I thought that's what they were saying. No, no. Being on the television. Oh, no, no. I was referring to that. Didn't realize how poorly that was worded. Uh, yeah, so he'll be sharing uh, or sitting next to Chip uh, Carey, and uh, they'll have um, more than 100 telecasts this year. So it's going to be a oh, big wow. deal. Oh, wow. Okay. I knew, he was, I knew he was stepping up and, and going to call a lot more games. Yeah. He's great. Brad Thompson is great. Uh, I love that guy. He, Rafe, did you ever see the videos when we did the Riz Olympics? No. We did Riz Olympics, oh, and Riz lost that uh, that competition, so he had to do he had to take a slap shot from uh, from Jamie Rivers, professional hockey player. Oh man! He had to jump off the high dive. Uh, he had to do the long jump. I think he had to run a mile. He had to do all these things, and he had to take a full at bat from a professional major league baseball pitcher. That'd be awesome. And Brad Thompson was ripping him, ripping him in it. And I'm telling you, man, his first pitch was wild, and it was accidentally wild. And went behind Riz, <laughs> so he wa- he was he was in legit danger. Once yeah, once he got he that wild one thing, <laughs> he wild thinged him. But then he was just ripping fastballs down, and uh, we didn't have a catcher, so I volunteered, thinking I played baseball before. How'd your hand feel? I had a big old bruise on the entire palm for at least a week or so. It really hurt, but I've never I've I'm not a scared guy. That legitimately scared me. Yeah. After he threw the ball at me, and it almost hit me in the chest. Uh, I realized what a difference the baseball I had played was yeah. from a retired major league baseball. I played pitcher. college baseball, and I would probably embarrass myself. Yeah. It scared me you, to death. I was so afraid of breaking a finger or something. You know, these are my money makers. Got to play guitar. Yeah. Got to play all these instruments. Yeah. And I got really worried, but it was an well, absolute honor. I remember the day that you guys had to—I don't know if you had to, but uh, Riz had to fulfill the egg punishment. And so oh, yeah. they're out there, and he had to get thrown. I forgot how many hundreds of eggs, like a ton of eggs. And all of a sudden, these painful eggs started hitting Riz and the fellas. I mean, just tearing them up. And they look behind, and it's Brad Thompson just throwing at full speed, man. It's brutal. Congratulations to, yes. uh, to Brad. He's yeah, a great I'm excited guy. for him. And uh, also, the NCAA has been extremely exciting. Gonzaga, they came from behind to beat UCLA and Kansas State. They beat Michigan. 
And we have the full schedule up on the blog, but I have some great uh, some great clips here. Uh, you know what? I lost I lost the audio there. I don't want to hear that audio. Good, because yeah. I don't want to hear it either. All right. It's, well, it's so much yelling. All the all the basketball montages that we get are just yeah. It's just oh, I'm to upset this and blah blah blah. I feel like Gonzaga is like a perennial upset team. I feel like yeah. they're always always ruining somebody's. Picnic. A good, funny name, man. They're doing great. Brackets busted. Brackets yeah, so go check busted. out all that on our blog. And I'm King Scott, and that's sports, because after that home run, I think we can call it a game. And now, the Rizzuto Show. Douchebag of the day. Not bad, Scott. Not bad. All right, your douchebag of the day, this woman. She is being charged with stealing money from a fundraising event for a cancer patient. 55-year-old Camille, Camille Yoder. Charged last week with uh, one misdemeanor count each of theft by failure to make required disposition, theft by deception, and receiving stolen property. Police said that charges result from an event that happened February 11th at the Sunny Rod and Gun Club. The official said Yoder hosted a pulled pork fundraiser for a person suffering from cancer and contacted a chef who prepared enough pork for a minimum of 80 sandwiches. That were to be sold as a platter with coleslaw and a baked uh, a baked potato for $15 each. You following? Mm-hmm. Numerous people donated $15, believing the money was going towards the cancer patient. The victim's family contacted Yoder to ask about the proceeds. Police said Yoder eventually met with family members and handed over $600, but kept the remaining $780, saying she had expenses in making the coleslaw. $800 for coleslaw? Expensive cabbage. Not a ton of money per se, but when you're arrested for stealing money uh, meant for a cancer patient, that indeed puts you in the running for douchebag of the day. So, Scott, you're in that uh, lovely number two chair. Yeah. So I want you to determine what the weapons will be used. Well, can I switch up one thing? Whatever you'd like, man. You just tell me. I'm going to start with this, though, because I think the mob, once they found out how upset they were that she stole the money, they went down and just gave her a good old-fashioned beatdown. They did a good job. It's a good start. Yeah, and um, there were some fellows that were working at the club. They also found out, and they just happened to be a gun club. Oh boy! Where she did this, so they brought out some uh, terrible, terrible things here. Like, like what? Like what? The uh, Gatling gun. Oh my goodness! Yeah, they brought. Oh. It is a gun club after Right everywhere. It was a very slow Gatlin gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was turning that crank very crank. slowly. <laughs> and it was so bad, there was some robots that got very upset, so they decided to pull out a laser. Oh, oh. the douche laser. And that is your douchebag of the day. We will have one more break, and we'll close her up for the week. The Rizzuto Show. Yo, I gotta have sex tonight. Showtime! What it is, is what it is. Put that on your Good Morning Missouri Wake Up Broadcast, bitch. Let me clear my... Okay, that is it. Or is it? Or is it? It's the Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. This has been one heck of a week. Again, thank you for all the... The, uh, the positive feedback while Riz has been in Mexico and I've been captaining the ship. We've been running this uh, solo, me, me, you and me, King yeah. Scott. Uh, Rafe has been in today. Thanks for helping out, Rafe. Much yeah, appreciated. Man. Happy to be here. We did do a little bit of a tease earlier. At least you teased me and said that you would consider that one-chip challenge. Yeah, man, this is going to hurt. But you, do you, do you let's do, do it? it. Yeah, let's do it. You've been pressured enough. You had enough yeah, text. I mean, it's in the shape of a coffin. 
<laughs> so it's fine. Maybe what maybe could go wrong? maybe you just do a piece, just just do a small piece, maybe and then we'll piece. save the rest of it for next. Somebody week. on Twitter said Randy with an IE said they've got a chip. Let's do it, Randy. I want a video of you also doing this. Oh, Heck yeah, simultaneously Randy, go in, man. Hey, I appreciate Somebody's that. Look do at that. It. Can I touch this thing? Some solidarity. Well, I mean, it's or do it, I got to squeeze it out. Maybe I would just keep it off of your fingers. It, the last one that I did just had take a, a bite. A, just a small, a small bite. Whoa, whoa, that one's a different color. Oh, I don't say that, man. That was not the same. I thought it was like a regular Dorito color uh, when I did it. Oh Do you remember that? Oh, my God, that? dude. Just the smell of it is making me want to throw up. Well, hey, just so you know, I have a tradition of giving people hot sauce that's expired. Not on purpose, but that's the whole Riz Show thing. He's he's Riz Show presented by the Fastlane. That's the whole Riz thing All right. that he's given me trouble for. And the one chip challenge that I found in the office, I will say, if you look at the back of the box, it, it expired in February of 21. Yeah, so I'm eating... Expired food, which I that was already meant to to make you uncomfortable. I would assume, though, that that makes it a little easier. That's it's got to be slightly oh, well, less. With your spicy. medical degree, I'm sure <laughs> I can trust that, Doctor Moon. Man. I'm sorry. All right, I don't don't do the whole thing. Just do a little piece. All right. Oh, f whoa! Come oh, on, oh, man! Oh, 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 oh. Uh, come on! Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 The last, the last piece of the week, and you drop that on me. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Is it that bad? <laughs> oh man! Might as well do the rest. No, don't do the Dude, rest. No way! Say the, give him a trash can. Give him a trash. No, I'm be okay. Do you need a trash can? No, I'll be okay. Ah, uh, it's good. Everyone should do it. It's really good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude, my ears are so hot. Right, is my face red? It feels like my ears. Your are... eyes are red. Your pupils are really, really small. Oh my god! You have very pretty eyes when your pupils are small. Thank you. Uh, come see me down at the Moolah Shrine Circus at Family Arena. It's going all weekend. I'll be down there from four to six to do the uh, the pre-show festivities. <laughs> <laughs> The show starts at uh, 7.30 tonight. It's going to be so much fun. Moolah Shrine Circus at the Family Arena going all weekend. Come see me at 4. I'll have a bunch of point giveaways. You okay? I'm okay. Yeah, I think the water's making it worse. So <laughs> I think water's making it hotter. There's like another wave happening now. Oh, yeah, it'll keep area. happening for a while. You technically haven't even started on the Riz Show, and we might see tears. We might make man, him cry before his technical first day. Oh, uh, the Pappy's man. Recap, he brought to you by Pappy Smokehouse, celebrating 15 years locally owned, world famous, two locations, including Highway 70 and the Mid-Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peter's. Tell me what's going on in the blog and podcast. Well, we had <sighs> fails today, fails galore, and there's some incredible ones, including... You okay? Oh, man. <laughs> I take my jacket off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the famous Goonies house had a dead fish arrive on its doorstep. Find out who, uh, what dummy left that there. And we had food news, all kinds of crap on celebrity news, and a lot of videos. So go check out the blog. And today's show is called Let's Be Bathtub Buddies. <sighs> I'm proud of you, man. Uh, thanks, buddy. <coughs> oh, man. I'm proud of you. Dude, there's steam coming out of your hat. Dude, I feel out of my body right now. That bad, huh? It's, uh, I mean, yeah, it's it, hit hot, you, it hit you immediately, huh? Well, it's weird because it hit me it's, immediately, and now it's there's waves. Do you want to read? Do you think you can read? What's what's what are the ingredients on uh, this thing? Yeah, uh, it has. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it has. Oh my gosh! That's that's yeah. the first well, ingredient. That's a Carolina Reaper. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, if you a, read it, it'll help cool it down a little. I'm seeing uh, a lot of your teeth. Uh, I don't know what's in this, man. Don't yeah. forget to, don't forget to sign up to be the Team Riz member of the day. Brought to you by Hot Shots, Woo! the proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. Today's newest member, Stacey Pope. Stacey yeah! Pope from Union, Missouri. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.